everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Well, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. <laughs> How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. <laughs> Hold on to your butt. <laughs> Seriously? Well, we're back. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 199th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss... All things Jurassic Park. This past week and weekend, there's just been so much stuff, um, just like every other week, apparently, that uh, Jurassic just will not stop. It's constant. It's pretty crazy, to be honest. I mean, we're in between films here. You know, we had Fallen Kingdom. We've got Jurassic World 3 all the way out in 2021. But things just don't let up. There's always something to discuss, whether it's, um, you know, some sort of film news, spinoffs, TV shows, uh, toys, merchandise, anything out there. There's so much stuff to discuss. And um, I I think this week will probably be the same, whether it's good or bad. Hopefully it's not too bad, but um, that's to be foreseen. (laughs) Um, uh, We'll we'll talk about that later on. You'll hear it probably um, in the Jurassic Wire. But... I, oh, I spoiled what's going on today, didn't I? So, today, we're going to head to the tower, boost the signal, and relay all the latest news and community topics inside the Jurassic Wire. As always, Aaron Byer and I will tackle some of the most recent news and rumors, and of course, we're going to spotlight a member of the community. We hope you like everything that we feature in the 10th iteration of the Jurassic Wire. As always, all debates and conversations in this segment are our own opinions and insights from things that we've seen in the news and, of course, around the community. Stay tuned to the beginning of the segment to hear everything that we'll be discussing. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cue you in on one little thing that we're going to discuss because it was an interesting conversation. We talked, we vented, we did all the things necessary to talk about this one thing. And then later on, that, that thing changed. And that, that thing was John Hammond. We were discussing... Um, its current state and everything that has happened and all that stuff uh, changed very drastically as soon as we learned some more key information about that figure and its release. And uh, that was pretty funny. So I'm going to leave it in the way it is. So you'll hear us vent our frustrations and then you'll hear things change. So we're going to keep it raw for you guys so you can hear it as it unfolded. But before we dive into that segment, of course, we have some business to take care of. As you know, this episode is number 199, which means episode 200 is next week, and that will be the Jurassic Mailbag. We're going to answer all your questions, your thoughts, your concerns, play whatever you guys send in. I want to try to keep it mostly voicemails because we're going to have a lot going on. Just going to make things a little bit easier for everybody to hear. And um, yeah, like I said, there's going to be a lot of us. So send in anything you want to know and we'll try to answer it for you guys. It's going to be crazy. So again, call our voicemail line 732-825-7763 or you can send an MP3 to our email address, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. 
And if you do really feel the need to write us, you can do so on our website as well. We do have a contact form there. So, uh, yeah, try to call in, ask us whatever, and we'll play it. It's going to be a big episode, number 200. We're going to celebrate. It's going to be a great time. Also, another item that I want to talk about, which we've mentioned before, is the Facebook group. So we do have those questions installed in the, um, I guess, when you join the group. So you got to answer two specific questions, and we'll let you in the group. If you do not answer those questions, we're unfortunately declining the requests. Um, we, Like I said, we want to keep it very like a tight-knit community for people who listen to the podcast now if you didn't answer those questions and you do listen to the podcast do not take offense um maybe you just hit submit and didn't realize go back answer those questions and we'll get you in that group there's nothing personal there um i know i feel bad when i hit decline but we want to keep it like a tight-knit community because some people just search for jurassic park and they don't even know the show exists so um which i mean would be a great way i guess for more people to know about it but we want to keep it to that uh like i said tight-knit group of people who interact with us on other social media who actually listen to the show who um, download it each and every week we want to keep it fun for all of you people so thank you so much to everybody who has joined already and like i said if you didn't join or if you already joined and were declined just go back and answer those two simple questions And next up here on the list, we're going to talk about YouTube. Of course, we're going to talk about YouTube. Uh, We released a lot of stuff over there last week. We had a Jurassic merch hunt where we uh, found a bunch of uh, Fallen Kingdom toys, leftover stuff over in Target, as well as some school supplies. Uh, Not Jurassic related, but some very cool stuff outside of that. And um, what else did we do? We did um, a Clayton Fioriti uh, spotlight over on YouTube where we just released the segment that we were discussing and having a great conversation without the rest of the episode. So I know a lot of people just want to hear the interviews sometimes. So every now and then we'll just release those. We also did um, release some footage from Jurassic World, the ride's grand opening. So go check that out. That was really cool. It actually features interviews and all kinds of stuff from like uh, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, a lot of footage from the opening ceremony. So go check that out. We also did, what else did we do here? Um, I think we released the full, yeah, we did, the full Visitor Center episode from last week with Clayton Fioriti. And um, what else? We got another merch hunt, which featured some cool information from Target uh, as far as what's going to be hitting the shelves. Um, So we actually got a look at the planogram for the shelf um, units out there in Target. And uh, it looks like a lot of things are going to change. So if you haven't seen that video, go out and check it out. My kid Lincoln is in it. And I always love going out to the stores with him. And I feel like a lot of people do enjoy watching those videos as well. So um, we'll keep it up. So next up, we had a Let's Talk Jurassic. And uh, yeah, I talked about that John Hammond release and what's going on with that figure. So go check that out. And I also talked to those um, planograms for Jurassic. So uh, that's a live stream. So you're at, you actually get my face. You get um, a website, whatever's happening behind me on the green screen. You get all kinds of cool intros, outros, music, all kinds of cool stuff like that. So I try to keep them fun, fast paced for you guys. We also did feature, um, let's see. Claire's Sanctuary playthrough with Tom Fishenden. So he's been doing a lot of um, gaming videos. So go check those out. Jurassic World Evolution. He plays through the new DLC with part two of his ongoing series. And then we wrapped up last week with 
what Jurassic World Arrive could have been. Now, this is not something that we discussed on the episode here, but um, Jurassic World Arrive could have been a completely different attraction on its uh, re-unveiling. So we got to look at some concept art um, that, uh, you know, this is uh, anywhere from scribblings on a post-it note to some official kind of rendering and stuff like that. So there's some major drastic changes for that ride. Go check out our video over on YouTube. I run through each slide so you can see exactly what the changes would have been. There's some really interesting stuff in there, and I think you guys will appreciate that one. But that really wrapped up our week over on YouTube. We've got a lot of stuff planned for this week. I don't know where we where we stand just yet. I haven't even started editing anything, so we'll see. But enough of me talking. Why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off with the 10th iteration of the Jurassic Wire. The debate over Isla Nublar rages on. They're taking no chances of a repeat of the San Diego incident. I'm talking about man-made cataclysmic change. The U.S. Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. Roger that. one, clear for takeoff. Begin tracking. Copy that. Go, go! Tracking on it. Welcome, everybody, to the Jurassic Wire. I'm Brad Jost, and my co-anchor for this program is Aaron Beyer. The Jurassic Wire is a segment here on the Jurassic Park podcast where we discuss all the latest news on the Jurassic Saga and the latest conversations in the Jurassic community. Today, we're going to be discussing everything coming out of San Diego San Diego Comic-Con, whoops, uh, from Mattel, Mondo, Chronicle Collectibles, plus some more from Prime One Studios' Jurassic World The Ride, We'll touch on Battle at Big Rock, <laughs> and we have a community spotlight. If we get to all that, we'll see. But before we do all that, let's welcome in Aaron Beyer. Hey, man. Uh, it is post-Comic-Con, so of course there's a slew of stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, let's get let's get rolling. I know. There is a lot here. Um, and before we get into that stuff, I just want to point out, um, I guess on our last one, it, dude, honestly, it feels like we did the wire like, Two years ago was the last time we recorded. I was thinking the same thing. Like, there's weeks where you go, hey, it's time to do it. I'm like, oh, man, it's already, like, that time. But I feel like it's been a year since I've talked to you. It's so weird. But last time, last year when we talked in the last wire, um, we discussed the Jurassic Park uh, Lego Gates. And we were talking about the font on the, like, the the Jurassic Park font up on the top of the gate. And we we were basically like, oh, it looks wrong. It just looks wrong. But it's actually it's actually spot on. It's it's legit correct. So I just wanted to follow up on that little point right there because we had said something. Just wanted to correct that issue because the font's choice was pretty spot on. If you match it up against the park gates in the movie, the Lego gates uh, in real life, they look perfect. So yeah, okay. we're taking I that mean, one back. To me, they look really off. But maybe so are the is the font on the gates a little different than the font in the title? Is maybe is that maybe that's what's throwing me off? I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Maybe I don't know. I'm not sure. I, um, I'd I have to have double a side check. By side with me right now, and I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna pull it up. My desk is a mess. Yeah, no. But um, I just wanted to correct that little thing at least, and hopefully not correct too much else for next episode. But um, yeah, that was the first thing. So we're gonna go ahead and dive straight into all the coverage from. 
San Diego Comic-Con. Now, we weren't out there, but there was, uh, you know, Jurassic Outpost was out there. Victoria was out there. There were so many uh, great Jurassic fans out there covering the event, um, showcasing all, all kinds of images and pictures and what was going on at the ground level. And um, I think we need to start off by just mentioning John Hammond. We know the outrage. We know everything that's gone on. You know, we know it should be sold in stores, all that good stuff. But... Um, just want to point out a few little things here. There was no further announcement um, about this figure. So no no announcement that it's going to be in stores or, you know, we're going to sell it here or there, whatever. Um, I personally think that's a missed opportunity to not announce something, but maybe nothing's coming. I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Um, I don't think it's coming out anywhere else. Like, I got to be really <laughs> honest with you. And I'm not – I'm look, I'm not trying to be super jaded and I'm not trying to be – you know, grumpy or like disappointed, but look, the fact that Franklin wasn't at Comic-Con in any of the materials, the fact that there were no other human figures except for another Owen figure for like reasons. Um, I don't think, I think we're done with humans. And I think that humans going forward might just be the Comic-Con exclusive, might just be the, you know, the WonderCon exclusives might just be whatever exclusive event they're going to like come get your human figure from like them there it i don't know like i preemptively want to say that sucks but you know who knows hopefully we'll get a wave of humans i think it's time like i've said it again and again i think it's time to bite the bullet and start putting these humans in with dinosaurs um mm -hmm. and not just owen with another vehicle or owen with another dinosaur that we already have a million of um I, I think it's time to start you know legacy john hammond with the brachiosaur um you know the kirby you know a couple kirby figures with a spinosaur like it's time to start doing that i was wrong in the beginning i thought that humans would sell on their own merit and apparently i was wrong because if they were selling we would be getting more and apparently they're not yeah, I mean that's that's fair. I mean it, it comes down to also the the retailers not wanting these figures as well. Um, but I don't know. I know we could say all day that Mattel should take a chance and make some more humans, um, but I don't think it necessarily comes down to just Mattel. I think they would take a chance, but I don't think I think there's all these other issues that are stopping them and preventing them. Um, you think that just humans are peg warmers basically, and so the stores just don't even want them that's that's man that sucks i yeah i feel like if there's like a few peg warmers here or there it's like that's it for the whole thing like we're just we're not doing any of those things well, so that's the way it's got to be it retails cutthroat man yeah I, yeah of course um and look it constantly they're always you know uh adding new new merchandise for different uh brands different movies whatever it may be so they're constantly trying to get new stuff in there so I don't know. I don't think humans are dead totally, but I just think we need to find the right way to do it. Like you said, add them in with other figures. Uh, maybe even if it's like a five pack of humans or something like that. Um, would for instance, I would love a five pack of humans. Would you re would you rebuy all the main guys if they added Hammond? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If they were if they were like, hey, here's a legacy collection with Hammond, and it's like sixty bucks. Yeah, totally. I would buy. The really the the best way now that I'm thinking about it would be like, look, here's a Lost World set, mm -hmm. and it's it's five to ten characters in a box, right, ranging from 
I don't know, 30 to $60. Okay. And you know, maybe you just don't stock as many of those at, at retail. Um, or maybe you make those online exclusives to the Mattel store only. I don't know what the answer is, but the answer isn't, isn't maybe, I think there's gotta be what, maybe a dozen human characters for, um, the Mattel line so far. And most, and a good chunk of them are duplicate characters. Like there's a few Owens and, um, I mean, the legacy collection is great. Unfortunately, I think that's dead. Like we've discussed, um, but there's got Mattel, there's gotta be a better way to sell these humans and i get it if they're just sitting on pegs like look i go to my toys r us here it's still the wave one stuff um it's all a bunch of owens and mercenaries and um god that's really it owens and mercenaries like everywhere (laughs) in my toys r us um they can't get rid of them and that makes sense when you make a hundred owens for every claire figure that comes with a gyrosphere i don't know i think i think the story packs are a good idea unfortunately doesn't seem like we're getting too many of those here Um, but I, I don't know, man. I just, we have, Mattel hasn't found the answer yet. And I think the answer is, is human packs based on specific movies and just be done with it. Like, you know, uh, over like, let's say you could do a pack every two quarters, right? Two Mm. fiscal quarters. So for the first half of the year, it's a Jurassic park half of the year for the, for the next six months, it's a lost world six months. For the six months after that, it's a Jurassic Park three, six months, and, and so on and so forth. It, it's just crazy to me that the, the humans didn't sell. My nephew, when he got dinosaurs and humans, I mean, like, he's never seen Jurassic anything. He knows exactly what is going on with those humans and those dinosaurs. It was instantly in the mouth, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's not rocket science. I can't get <laughs> it, but I don't understand where – like why these things don't sell. I will say, I think they're quite expensive for what they are here in Canada. The humans are like 12, $13. That's really, I think that's expensive for such a small figure. Yeah. Um, I know in the States, they're not anywhere near that expensive. Um, but still, when you look at, Hey, I could get an Owen figure for what? Six or $7, or I could get a Jeep for 10. Like, come on. The equip, the equivalency is not there. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like they're going to be carrying a whole lot of uh, humans in stores. Um, I came across a planogram at uh, Target just the other day, and right. there's there's one slot for humans. Um, so I don't know, and it looks like they'll probably just carry like the same old ones. Um, but interestingly enough, and it is showing up in stores currently, the Indominus Rex was on there, thankfully. Um, the Primal Pal Blue was on shelves. And that seems to be about it as far as new products. So uh, Target is not looking too likely anytime soon for for new, new stuff. Um, But I think this is probably going to change. I know people were freaking out about that planogram that there's no um, Brachiosaurus. There's no this or that, whatever it may be. Um, I think this will change come either September or October, especially October when Star Wars uh, releases their Force Friday toys. I feel like I feel like Jurassic might want to get some new stock in there by then. Um, who knows what's going to shift around at that point either. I don't know. Mattel confirmed on Twitter, I think yeah. today, as of the recording, that the Brachiosaurus will be available come fall at Target. Like, they're guaranteeing it. But we all have to remember, the Spinosaurus was also available at Target and online. Like, you got yours from a store, and you got one from online. And so that's technically available 
but I feel like you were a rare breed to actually get one or two. Well, um, I, I only got it from online. I, I, you only, oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I was one of the few that was able to order it a few times separately. I just so happened to be on my phone, saw that notification sure. come in, and I picked it up in stores. Um, oh, it's yeah, picked up in store. Yeah. Okay. So, so I don't know. I, I don't know uh, what the future is for at least human figures, John Hammond, but I think everything that came out of Comic Con was put a, a, a nice shine on the fact that we all want human figures this thing sold out very fast every morning um there was apparently well, like three oh, three person uh or three per person sales so uh there was long lines for the fast. item yeah it's comic con because i'm on ebay right now and it's endless mm-hmm. i mean it sold out fast because everyone knows that they can go let's see on ebay between 45 and 180 dollars for one of these figures like it's insane. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's whatever. I just, I wish there was some, like, some honesty. Like, hey, look, guys, the humans, they just don't sell. Like, come out and say it, guys. The humans just don't sell. So we're looking to other avenues to make that happen. We are going to try to figure it out. I mean, because I'm not going to lie. Like, because I like to buy multiples of dinosaur species, I'm not exactly looking forward to having, like, you know, uh, like let's say I let's say that uh, Sarah Harding came with like a Stegosaurus, right? I'm not really looking forward to having like four Sarah Hardings or whatever. That doesn't necessarily make sense either. That's a waste of plastic. And then they wind up on eBay for like fifty cents, you know, um, in a lot. So I don't really know what the answer is. I know the answer is for Mattel is wanting everything to seem cool, and multiples on eBay for a dollar doesn't seem cool right it doesn't that doesn't help mattel either so i don't know i don't know what the answer is but unfortunately i'm dissatisfied with the current human situation i think most people are uh yeah (laughs) i don't think you'll find anybody out there that's like i'm good everything's good with the humans so mattel if you are listening um maybe it's not completely up to you but get some humans take some chances um create some authentic like um brand new characters create characters that's really what it comes down to so um do that and um maybe we'll we'll see some good sales i don't know but speaking of sales and uh high prices and stuff like that for characters um they officially revealed the amber collection which is the uh, six and a half inch line uh that's going to be solely sold at gamestop which there are pre-orders for these items right now um they revealed, uh, which I think this came online a little bit early. Um, we had Malcolm and the Jurassic Park Raptor, like the the legit old school Raptor. Um, we previously saw Malcolm, and we also previously saw Owen and Blue. Um, no word on Owen and Blue just yet, as far as when or you know how much. I would assume they're probably about the same price that you'll hear in here in a second. Um, but this is going to be released uh, October 11th for Malcolm and the Raptor. So Malcolm's going to run you $24.99 if you haven't already pre-ordered it. Um, and the Raptor, <laughs> yeah, the Raptor is $29.99. So that is certainly um, f- about probably about $5 more than I expected. I, I assume that these would be just a- about the same as the Black Series for Star Wars, which is usually about $20. So that's a, a bit much, I think, personally. 
Um, and it's I think it's a, a bit more than other six inch lines. So, what do you think about that? Those prices there. I just want to be so positive about something. <laughs> yeah. Be positive. Because here's the thing. Okay. So, uh, two things that happened today. Victoria's Cantina tweeted out that in Canada, EB Games is uh, EB Games is the equivalent to GameStop, and that's that's fairly true. Um, they're basically the same thing. You walk into an EB Games, same setup, same kind of thing. It's more like a hot topic now than it than it is really a video game store. Um, bunch of pop funkos. So I feel like this is a way to get. This is such a weird thing. This is a way to get what I feel is a minuscule fan base into the store so another thing that got tweeted out today um no taxation tweeted at the beginning of the xbox one and ps4 uh cycle gamestop trade uh gamestop stock was trading at around 60 dollars a share today that same stock is trading at about four dollars for a share so that tells you one where gamestop is right so they're desperate they have very little money um, in their in their company, and they're gonna bring in these these figures, which is gonna get people. It's a quick burst of money in the door. Like I'll probably order them now. The only problem for me is these combo packs. Canada, man, this is like a ninety dollar set for Canada, because Canada typically for plastic is like it's not. It's more than the conversion. There's like got to be some taxation on oil um, products, which would be plastic. Um, everything is usually about double for toys and plastic so it's not just the standard like 30 percent. it's it, like it's an easy 50 percent. so man like when i think of what that combo pack is gonna cost 90 dollars, i don't think i'm doing it i i think the figures are cool but i don't think they're 90 dollars cool for me i don't think in american they're 54.99 cool i don't know like yeah i'm the person who wants i'm the person who wants a set of things and and I'm I'm gonna break my rule in a little bit when we talk about Chronicle, but <laughs> um, I'm a person who usually wants like a massive like I want the play sets, I want the the experience, the the yeah, I want the experience, right? And one character plus one raptor doesn't really say experience to me, so it's something that if I find them, I'll grab them. I'm not gonna go out of my way to spend a ton of money on these, but I mean, I think they're cool for those that want them. Yeah, I mean, people are are pretty happy with them overall. Um, of course, there's you know the the outcries that this is the reason that you know uh, all the three and three quarters are gone and stuff like that. So um, it has its you ups and downs. <laughs> I kind of maybe thought the same thing, but this is a GameStop exclusive. Like, if this was like everywhere, Target, Toys R Us, Walmart, uh, Canadian Tire, you name like Toys R Us, like. I'd say, okay, sure, this is what they're they're kind of giving the axe to the three and three quarters, but come on, GameStop? No, these things are going to sit on shelves forever at GameStop. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking as well. Um, anytime I've gone to... are going to be hard to get. No, anytime I've gone to GameStop around me, um, it's always the same stuff over and over, like the same Jurassic stuff sat there forever. Um, but yeah. The paperweights and the mugs. Yeah, yeah. I, I I actually appreciate GameStop as a store. It wasn't until like uh, the past few years that I realized, well, actually, this is a pretty cool store. I, I literally just thought it was for games and I hadn't gone in there in a while and I showed up and I'm like, wow, this is actually like the store that I need because it has all the geeky stuff, all the, the cool, you know, merchandise and stuff. So the Funko Pops, um, I like the store as it is and I think this is a good fit. Um, 
but who knows if it's going to sell. You know, mine is in a mall that's pretty much dead. You know, like the, the mall is like basically going out of business. So who yeah. knows? I'm the same way with GameStop. They actually, I think a while ago, they either partnered or they owned ThinkGeek. And so what ended up happening was they ended up bringing a lot of the merchandise from that website in, in store, right, to drive people. In. I mean, look, I'm all digital with my video games. So I don't have an actual gaming reason to go to GameStop. Um because I don't ever trade in games. I was never a part of that ecosystem. Yeah. Um, I like to keep my games. And with digital, same. it just makes it so easy to like not even have to to store up that clutter so I can collect more toys. Um, exactly. Yeah. Know, so it's kind of like a, a local comic shop nowadays, it feels like, you know? Like that's the vibe is, I get. And like, same with like the people behind the counter. They're always like really nice. I always talk about Jurassic with them. So it, it's a it's a fun environment, at least for me to visit. So I'm happy it's there at least. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy it's there. I just think that you have to really think about just how important these I mean, man, if these were if these figures I feel like were that important to Mattel's bottom line, I don't think they'd be going as a GameStop exclusive. I could be wrong. I don't yeah, know. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. I, if I see them, I'll pick them up, but not for not for full price. I don't think. Sure. So that that combo pack that you mentioned for fifty nine or fifty four ninety nine, that's a bit later, um, being released at uh, October thirty first. So right. Yeah. Right. So twenty days later there. Um. Not like I said, nothing on Owen and Blue. Uh. The uh, Malcolm. <clears throat> Is I, I just don't like it. I, I I'll, I'll be straightforward. I don't I don't really care for Malcolm's sculpt in either the three and three quarter inch form or this one. To be honest, it just doesn't it just doesn't represent him. Now I think he's hard to capture. Um, I think Funko, you know, while those are like weird, you know, they're obviously not supposed to be like you know realistic recreations. I think they capture the essence of Jeff Goldblum really well. But Mattel has not so far. And and that's not just Mattel. Kenner never really did either. So oh, you take that back. Kenner no. Did an amazing job. Look, their Malcolm is amazing. I love the Malcolms, but they, they don't really look like Jeff Goldblum to me. Like that's my oh, thing. Oh, you're crazy. The original <laughs> the original series two one. You yeah. Can't, you can't not look at that and say that's a Jeff Goldblum action figure. I don't know. Oh, you're you're crazy. I don't know. Well, this one doesn't for sure, um, at least for me. You know, it obviously looks like it's trying to be Malcolm, but I just don't see it as Malcolm. Um, for for the Raptor, I know there's a, a lot of complaints because initially we didn't realize that, you know, it looks like they're going to be using the same sculpt as Blue, which certainly Blue and the original Raptors are a bit different, but I don't think it's that much to raise a fuss about personally. Um, what do you think about that? Um... I don't know. I mean, uh, I figured you'd I, be the opposite on that one. No, no, no. It's <laughs> like I don't even. I look. I'm, and we'll get. We're gonna get. We're gonna get to Chronicle later. I'm so excited. Um, I just. <laughs> I feel like if you, if you're really into like needing the finest sculpt, like you know, pony up and spend more than fifty bucks. Like, and that's that's really, that's really all I gotta say. I mean, twenty four dollars, right, for the Raptor or something, or twenty nine dollars. Like, if you need the finest, most accurate sculpt you don't go with a toy. And so fair. I will yeah. talk about that later. That's fair. I, I think, um, you know, the Black Series stuff has done a really good job at capturing the the different alien creatures, the human figures, stuff like that. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to at least capture the accurate 
sculpts and stuff like that. I guess it's uh, it's easy, you know. They they basically are like nobody will know the difference, right? We'll just repaint it. It's it's all about the paint job, which they got really right. Like I think it looks fantastic. We've never gotten a raptor that looks like this. They 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 try to pass them off as like, oh, this is this raptor and this one's that raptor from this movie, and and it never really does it for the three and three quarter inch line. Um, aside from blue, blue's the only one that really looks like the raptor it's trying to be. <laughs> Yeah, um, blue has blue has two great I think two great action figures. Um and yeah, you're right. The rest of them kind of are off. I think the jumping uh tiger stripe raptor is pretty okay um for representing it's okay. the lost world version. It just doesn't really feel like it to me. Like it's just like oh, it looks like oh, it's trying to be that one. Uh, I guess I I'm actually really bummed. I don't I feel like we never really got a classic uh velociraptor. Yeah. Um, what do you mean that crouching green one wasn't the right one? Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, I, I hate the crouching. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, you know what it is? It's a throwback to, and we've had this discussion a long time. I know, podcast. yeah. It's a throwback to the Cyclops Raptor, like, which is that. probably out of every Raptor is probably my favorite one. Oh, um, you're the, you're the worst. I love it. I love it. It's so weird and so strange, but I just, it's my, it's got to be one of my favorite ones, maybe outside of the original, you know, but that one was pretty fantastic as well. But this oh. one, this new one really does try to replicate that original Kenner Raptor, which is great. I think it looks, you know, paint job wise, it looks pretty similar. Um, so yeah, outside of that sculpt, but like it, it, the sculpt doesn't bother me. I don't really care about that. It looks like a Jurassic Park Raptor to me. So I, I'm cool with it. I think that's the main thing. It's when you look at it, it you know it's Jurassic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that's really at this point for twenty nine ninety nine. I think that's really all you can ask for. I don't sure. really, I don't really see that they. I don't really see a need to be like, well, this this is this head sculpt and this is that one. Like it's all production line stuff. Um, the 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 Comic Con display with. Uh, Goldblum in like the the sexy Goldblum pose, uh, is is kind of funny. Um, sure, yeah. I'm, like I'm down with it. I just I have a three and three quarter Goldblum who, I think looks fine next to the other set. So, um, again, really excited for people who really want this. Again, if I'm not gonna go out of my way, but if I see it, I'll pick it up. Yeah, um, I will most likely be passing on the Goldblum. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll probably get that Raptor. The Raptor looks pretty cool. Um, a lot of people are concerned about uh, the Raptor as far as standing on its own. Looks like it could potentially have some issues there. Um, it does have like the, all, all of these pieces are going to have like an amber base, um, and like uh, at least the Raptor so far has like a little stanchion that kind of holds it up. So I don't know. Just looking at it, I can kind of agree that it looks like it might be tough to hold up on its own. Um, so well, we'll because see. it's got those jointed legs, and then each side of the legs is very like you can tell that the front end of that raptor is heavy compared yeah. to the tail. So sure, I yeah. doubt this thing is going to stand really well on its own. Yeah, but that's I mean, look, I'm not such a stickler when it comes to all these things. When I was a kid, none of my toys stood anyway. You know, I always had to position the raptor on its tail so it would like lean against the tail, stuff like that. Yep. You just yep. you just do these things as a kid, and it's fine. Like. And if you're a collector with these items, it's fine that it's not going to really stand on its own because it has a base. So use the base. Um, a majority of the Mattel toys do stand on their own, which they should be yeah. absolutely commended for. 
Um, you know, I'm looking, I got one of the newer battle damage uh, pro Ceratosaurs, little red guy. Um, stands up on his own, like, cocks his head, you know, to the left and to the right. It's it's such a cool little figure. So I think if there's one or two figures that don't stand, but then they come with a base with the full knowledge because the manufacturers are like, look, this thing doesn't stand, then cool. Yeah. Did you happen to get a look at the branding that they were using for the Amber collection? Uh, I don't. Oh, yes. Is it like the it's the black with like the lava cracks and stuff yeah and it's like the the logo the the t-rex logo with like amber straight behind it, it looks pretty cool uh, i'm digging it yeah i think it looks really neat it looks like a i want to say i saw like a school binder early on with something similar to this i mean there's only so many yeah. things you can do with this logo but, yeah um i'm down with it i don't think it's as attractive as the dino rivals stuff um but honestly like man nothing is the dino rival stuff is so good yeah, I, I'm excited to see what kind of packaging we get. It, I would assume this is this would be fully enclosed, like with the plastic in front of it. Um, oh yeah, it's gotta yeah, be for has sure. Has to be, yeah. So I know Mattel has been adverse to actually doing a lot of that. <laughs> uh, there hasn't really been a whole lot of um, packages outside of maybe the Brachiosaurus and the uh, submarine set. Uh, those are a few off the top of my head that are like fully fully enclosed. Um, there's Wait, probably no, a few more. Oh, the submarine set. Okay. Yeah, with I the Mosasaurus. The, yeah, I got the submarine, and that was not fully enclosed. No, that was one. Um, <laughs> the Owen with the uh, not a Stigimolic. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that one was Draco fully. Rex, that one was fully yeah. enclosed. That box is actually that box is gorgeous. Is it? Um, yeah, I I actually I don't keep most of my boxes. I did keep that one for some weird reason. Um, I think it. Man, the artwork on it is so good. Um, it's got all those great CG renders, all the, 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 the texture feels like the promo boxes that Mattel sent out for the Dino Rivals. It, it has that oh, quality nice, to really? it. So yeah, it's, hmm. it's absolutely, it's fantastic, um, for the price point, you know, I wish it didn't have an Owen figure, but you know, it is what it is. Nice. Well, let's move on here to our next point. Um, this is actually, one of the bigger things that, that popped up is the the new line that we're going to be getting in 2020. So we had the initial wave of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom merchandise. Then we got um, Dino Rivals, uh, which yep. we were just talking about there. And now we're going to have Primal Attack. So this is going to be pretty cool. I, I'm really, really excited about this. Um, it, I guess it's, it's more aimed for, for play, you know, kind of utilizing these dinosaurs kind of like the um the the indominus rex how it has a lot of play features with the moving tail um the buttons on there the the chomping all that stuff i feel like they're going to be taking that kind of aspect with this because they did reveal um the primal attack carnotaurus um and it kind of had that same similar thing like where i guess where you like hold the feet and kind of move the tail up and down and chomp away so did you get a look at that like video that they showed off I did not watch the video, but I can definitely tell from this. It's kind of the same thing. It's like it's a smaller gear set of the uh, TNT Rex, the thrash and throw, it feels like. Okay. Um, it it kind of looks like that same thing I'm watching now um, as as it goes. I'm really excited. I was worried that the Carnotaurus would not – the Carnotaurus model would not see a, uh, a re-release um, because I think that because in the – books carnotaurus is camouflage it's actually one of the dinosaur toys that to me makes sense 
to have a bunch of different color schemes. This one weirdly <laughs> seems very familiar to the one we yeah. originally got, which yeah. is so weird. Like, yeah. I, is there something saying that if it shows up in a movie, they have to stick by a color scheme? Like, it's so weird that they're not doing like a blue and yellow version of this one or a green version of this one. Um, but I'm, hey, I'm on board for a, a different Carnotaurus that does something you know more than just well the other one did a chomping action too i don't know this one just looks cool i'll, I'll get this yeah one. there's a difference between that like chomping feature and then like this one that actually like you can like pose and play and stuff like that that's a bit different right um right and the other one looks like the original carnotaurus toy from mattel looks a bit thinner than this one does this one looks a tad bulkier um so i don't know how that's all gonna line up we'll see um but uh this i don't know the paint job looks a little um dull maybe in this video but uh who knows maybe it's just a prototype or something um but um i am excited to get another release of that figure because it, it was certainly underutilized there um it is a shame that it, the paint job is exactly the same looking but um who knows know. we'll it, see it seems a little darker i'm not sure maybe. i'm excited i got lucky um that for a while the carnotaurus was sold out and i really wanted to get my nephew a carnotaurus um, and then it did, I think it's even on Amazon still now it's back for its standard $20 price point. Um, maybe that's why they kind of killed it was that they wanted to create hype for this Carnotaurus. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, who knows? yeah. Uh, who knows? Oh, the, the, the key art here, we're going to take a look at the, or I know well, you can't take a look over the podcast, but, um, yeah, they got the words primal attack, the T-Rex logo as always. Um, th that's yeah, laid on neon. blue. It's in Yeah. It's interesting. It's like kind of digital looking it's right it's like a digital looking uh dynamic there but then you have the the, the like the neon colors behind it does showcase the carnotaurus and the t-rex on there um with this like hazy fog look to it um and a, a jurassic world that seems like it could be operational in the background there who knows um well, jurassic world is more fun when it's operational i, I hate think to so, say it yeah. like it just these movies are way more fun when there's a park like yeah and there's i don't i that's my opinion <laughs> well um i'm excited by that that one reveal but they also revealed that, that there's going to be 17 new species so they did this the exact same thing last comic con i think last year it was like 15 new species or something um i don't know if uh, i'm assuming we've seen most of those or if not all of them already i haven't counted ever but um so far, they only confirmed three of them. Um, <laughs> the Edmontosaurus, the uh, Alliuramus, and the Krylophosaurus. So this is where it gets tough for me because I'm terrible at pronouncing dinosaur names. This is what the toys are for. This is the only reason I know dinosaur names. Is exactly. Of the toys. I will for learn sure. new ones. I'm so excited. Yeah. I, I am excited for the Alliuramus. Uh, Aliaramus, yeah. Um, because which, now, which one is that? Is it the little brown one? It's or a the... it's a smaller one, yes. Um, okay. Because I don't know, just because of Dinosaur the Ride at Disney World, um, sure. they they that's one of the dinosaurs that the computer on the navigation points out, and I'm like, oh, that's great. Um, the the Edmontosaurus looks like um, uh, this the standard I think like Jurassic World Evolution style, right? Like, isn't it kind of resembling I, that? I mean, yeah, with the with the different colored head i did compare the two that they're different but i think the idea that okay. it's a you know it's it's primarily got one pattern and then you get into the brightly colored head um yeah yeah know, make it kind of stand out as maybe like a mating feature or something mm -hmm. really cool um 
this other guy with the excuse me with the fin on his head or whatever it is is that the cry yeah crylophosaurus i guess yeah it's a, it's a little you know thing on the top of its head there yeah totally down for that yeah man i can't wait for the alligator looking thing i don't know what it is but it's different it's a quadruped like it's a quadruped carniv carnivorous like reptile i can't wait that is just it's that different than what we've ever had in the line oh for sure yeah it's totally different and that's where this line seems to be going is something different um i i believe now there, there's you know a lot of rumored um kinds of uh species here just based right. off what you can see um i believe that is the sarcosuchus if i'm pronouncing that correct i don't know um right. so that uh is legit it's just a giant alligator like or a crocodile one of those um, can't wait give me five like, I mean, I <laughs> yeah, and it looks pretty giant, to be honest. Like, it's it's it big, you know. Massive. This, if this thing, come on, this thing's gonna eat human figures, right? Oh man, that would be great. Even what if it's just big enough. Yeah. Um. Even if it's just like the um Indominus, where it doesn't like fully go in, and you have to pull it out, like it just goes into the neck or something. That would be right. great. Um. And it's like it looks like it's double the size of the Admonosaurus, which that one's probably. It, it you know honestly it's probably like the same sculpt as like the parallelophosaurus like say, it's probably the parasaurolophus the parasaurolophus yeah it just like flipped that around um, and the parasaurolophus isn't small no no it's not um, I, I hate I that mean, thing but um, <laughs> I, know. I, I I'm very excited for the Admonosaurus at least <laughs> yeah this this crocodile thing or yeah whatever it is this thing looks like it can go, it can go up easily against the chomping strike t no extreme chomping t-rex and it can definitely probably hold its own against the spinosaurus so this thing's no sure. joke it reminds me of in terra nova not a great show but a fine show oh it's fun um when the admiral guy get he like takes on the giant komodo dragon that's what this reminds me of <laughs> this is something that you you wouldn't normally associate with jurassic park or jurassic world because you, we always think of the bird uh, versions of these dinosaurs, like the the bipedal carnivores and stuff. But come on, Jurassic Park, you know they they would have one of these. They'd have a few of these for sure. Yeah, oh, that, it's awesome looking. I'm excited for that one. I can't wait. Um, for that. Another one that I'm excited for is so they release this image um, that showcases these silhouettes of all these these 17 new species. Actually, I think this is like 15, maybe the silhouettes. Sure. Um, so I don't know what the other two are. Maybe they're like too recognizable or something like that. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, the, I think it's a Scutosaurus, right? Is that what it is? Um, yeah, yeah Scutosaurus. Got it got canceled for Jurassic Park and I believe re-released as a, I want to say a Lost World Walmart exclusive. Something like that. Day. I don't remember, I have, yeah. I have one um, because they were hard to find. I have one from back in my camping trip days when we go to Walmart, but um yeah like this is totally a nod to the fandom from the 90s like come on oh, you don't just sure. randomly pick scutosaurus to put in your line you know there's a reason they chose that one um just like the one above it is that the postosuchus yeah yeah postosuchus yeah i think lost world had a one of those as well and that's um, a big yeah. one in like jurassic world alive uh okay. yeah yeah 
yeah i i there's too many like similar names so i always get them confused the yeah, the yeah. the mobile game um i think that's like a big one in there I, I, if i remember correctly it's been a while since i played but um there's that and then there's also something else hidden over on the side um which kind of is like on all fours it, it seems like and i don't know it. It, it's, Are they quit? do what are they going to give us a Sinoceratops? No, 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 no. Oh, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Um, but now I'm even talking about the one below that. Look, there's like a another one, another thing, whatever it is. I don't know. Well, wait, why are you <laughs> excited about that one? It doesn't look like anything. <laughs> I know, because I'm excited about these weird ones, like the ones that you don't ever see. You know, we give me all these, you know, theropods any day of the week or the, you know, sinoceratops or whatever. But, like, I'm interested in these weirdos, like the ones that look like the Scutosaurus or – if that is a moss chops, please make it a moss chops. I don't think it is. It doesn't really resemble like the profile per se, but who knows? Maybe it is. Um, that would be awesome. Not yeah, dinosaur, I, but I'm excited for this line. Like, it looks like there's like an iguanodon in there. We've never had an iguanodon because for some reason, mm -hmm. dinosaur the movie cornered the market on iguanodon. I guess um, so. Yeah. There is looks like another Sukumimus remold. Um, something so similar, something at least. Else, yeah. Something similar. Um, yeah, we're starting to get into the weird ones. I don't really like Mattel, man. Slow, like slow your roll. You have three years, and then you have you have to continue on beyond that. So, like, well, yeah. I mean, if this this is the 2020 line, so this could last us. You know, this is going to last us from January to December, and then guess what? Time for Jurassic World three. So. It is yeah. kind of crazy, though. You you would assume, hey, we got to last th probably three more years after Jurassic World 3. Not necessarily saying that there's a movie after that, but, like, they want to at least make it last. So this is a whole lot of dinosaurs. That's why I am not too, too afraid about the about humans missing is I feel like by the time the next movie rolls around, we'll see a return at least. Maybe we'll get some little ones scattered around here and there, but... um. We're getting so many dinosaurs, and you're right. Like, what are they gonna do next in the ne in 2021 or 2022 or whatever? Like, what's left at that point? I wonder if they're investing all of their R and D and artwork teams on this now, so that when Jurassic World does kind of start to wane a little bit, they can re-release all of these slowly again with new paint jobs, um, maybe a couple little variations. I mean. They they originally said like they want this to be kind of their Star Wars, and Star oh, and Wars is. just goes year after year after year. And like really the the sculpt, there's little changes. There's better paint applications over time. But like for the most part, I feel like the Star Wars stuff is pretty similar every time it rolls around. You know for repeats. So maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're getting everything out in the first three to four years. And then they can kind of take a financial breather and then just make product off of old designs. So can I can I potentially interrupt this program here for um, something that is, uh, well, as of this recording, not breaking news. But um, Entertainment Earth posted um, a little while ago a teaser. Um, it says, John Hammond, composition 1080 by 1080, welcome to Jurassic Park opening tomorrow morning so if this doesn't come to fruition i'll just cut this out but um head to entertainment earth uh check out their 
their profiles online because we might be getting John Hammond all along here. Sorry, we're, just, we're doing this on the fly here. Um, yeah. Um, no, I don't want to subscribe. I don't, uh, see it. I, I don't know. I think you might have to go to their social medias. Um, um, yeah, here it is. Um, actually, can I? I don't. I think I sh can actually just. Is there audio? Yes, there is. There is audio. Give me one second here. Let's um, do it. <laughs> um, what is it? What did I say it was? Entertainment. So That's entertainment. Um, Earth is uh, a provider of all kinds of toys and stuff like that. So um, they're pretty uh, good shipping and stuff like that and uh, quality, you know, merchandise when it shows up at your house. So here it is. Hopefully this is not too loud. We'll see. Seven twenty-five nineteen. That wasn't. That was just like a like a pit. I don't know if you could hear that, but it was a pitched up, um, uh, Mr. DNA. It was definitely a little bit higher pitched than usual. Could you hear it? Yeah, I mean, I heard it. I don't know. I'm looking on Twitter. What social media are you on? I'm on Facebook currently, and it says, "Welcome to Jurassic Park. Opening tomorrow morning." Um, there's only nine comments. Um, hmm. And it has Jurassic World Legacy Collection. I don't know where that, because um, when it was sent to me, um, it had the wording on there, John Hammond exclusive. Okay, awesome. So look, it says Entertainment Earth, John Hammond. We got the Jurassic World Legacy Collection. If Entertainment Earth is the new carrier of the legacy collection this is how you do it they don't have stores they have one giant warehouse somewhere in california and they ship directly to consumer yep. this is how you do it mattel so i hope this is real because if they're the new carrier of human figures from fans and the community they're gonna make a killing off of us yeah i cannot wait i hope this is real I'm so gonna get, i'm gonna get some for my nephews like you know <laughs> You're gonna get them for everybody and and just stock up and hug them all because you're like I don't want to let you go just in case they I, yeah. take them back from me. Is this real? Oh, please let this be real. Please let this be real. So that's interesting. That's very interesting. And um, as of this recording, it will not be news to anybody. But um, and we might have to cut out the entire intro <laughs> because we just railed on uh, the release of John Hammond. Um, but who knows? It's interesting that they're they're using the the bingo Dino DNA. You know, like. Over from something his, that's from his movie or whatever, or his video that he puts on. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I guess it's like. Yeah. It's just I find it weird that they're using that. I don't know. It's very quiet. It's even quiet for me listening. Um. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know why they're using that instead of like, "Welcome to Jurassic Park," you know, something like that. Um. So interesting development there. Um. We'll see how that pans out. When I listen back, but um, where were we? I have no idea. We were talking about these seventeen new species. Who cares? This is the <laughs> best team ever. I don't even care what we were talking about. <laughs> All right, seventeen new species. We have some some potential uh, guesses here from Jurassic Outpost. So again, reiterating some of them: Sinoceratops, Teratophonius, <laughs> Majung oh. Majungasaurus. Or or a rugops rugops I don't know. Do we really have to go off of like guesses? Like I, it could be it could all it be could anything. Be. Some of them are pretty, um, 
I, I think they're pretty distinguishable, at least. So some of these guesses could be pretty spot on. Um, yeah. And I don't know if if anybody read off this list like I am right now, I would have no idea what any of these are. So I don't know if it's yeah, helpful for I anybody, but <laughs> I would either. I, there there I are some know. dinosaur you know heads out there that are like, oh my god, a, a, a rugops or however you say that. Um, <laughs> Sarcosuchus. Calovosaurus, irritator or an ichthyoventinator, ichthyoventinator, I guess. Uh, Pososuchus, scutosaurus, and potentially a carcarodontosaurus. <sighs> okay, so that's that. Sure. Now, um, there was the also. Crocodile. What's that? Give me the crocodile. Huh? Yeah, the croc. That's Give me that croc. Um, I want 10. There was also another image released with all of those, plus a lot more laid on top. And you can tell straight away that there's a lot of re-releases in here. Um, yeah. If that's good or not, I don't, I don't know. But, um, you know, we see another T-Rex, um, which looks, I don't know, kind of looks like that thrash and throw, at least. Or No, I no, think is it, more, is it on the left, right? Is it, is it maybe more the um, Extreme Chompin? It's the canonical-sized Extreme Chompin T-Rex. Okay, okay. So that'd be uh, nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. You um, know what? I love, again, I love the extreme chomping T-Rex. I still wish that they would give me that exact mold just scaled up to the TNT size because the thing with the TNT and the, uh, the other one, the Brown one, I don't know. Um, <laughs> they all, they all have bottom hinged jaws and it bugged me because T-Rex had like, they could do both jaws. So, okay. Um, yeah. You know, I, I love the TNT for that reason. It looks like we're getting another TNT, um, or I'm sorry, another Extreme Chompin, more, another Stegosaurus, mm -hmm. uh, more Flyers. Um, yeah, which I would assume is the Ramphorhynchus, another Pteranodon, Tapiwara, Jara, yeah, I don't know how you say yeah. that one, and yeah. a Dimorphodon again. Uh, we've gotten a ton of Dimorphodons, not not a ton of paints, I, paint jobs. I think like maybe three overall. Um yeah, maybe. Um, but uh, so that's there's all. Did I say the Minmi already? Uh, Minmi, um, Baryonyx, I guess, Styracosaurus, and there's also a few Raptors over on the side. It looks to be three, um, but it's kind of hard. Oh, it looks like also maybe potentially um, Albertosaurus. I don't know if that's what that is or not. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know. Hard to say. Uh, oh no, you know what? That was actually in the. Um, I'm sorry, forget that. That was in the original. That's in the original 17, 17 new species. Whatever, Never yeah. mind. I just saw the neck and it kind of looked like that. Um, but there's a lot in there. There's certainly a lot in there. Um, and as far as repaints and all that are concerned, I, I could do without all of these repaints. Maybe the Minmi. Uh, give me the Minmi. I'll take the Minmi. Um, because, it's, again, it's another one of those weirdos. I like those. Um, I'm okay on repaints for, like, two. Like, I, I I don't like to really dive into the third iterations. Mm -hmm. Um I just feel like two kind of makes sense. I did pick up, which would like going against. I did pick up the new Monolophosaurus that is that gray, and oh, oh, you got that no. one. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, where is it? I have it around here. It's somewhere. like purpley gray something. Yeah, it's like purpley like gray something. Yeah, I that that looks really really cool. I'm excited for that. We have, we have not seen those here yet. I really like that one. Um, I did notice. So they they also repacked the Gallimimus here. Um, those do not come with cards at all that, that Walmart stuff. So I did not get another Gallimimus. I'm guys, I did it. I have all the Gallimimus I need. 
the only the only ones I would go back and get any more of at this point would be the target style ones, um, which I know you said you didn't really like. I I like those better I think than any of the other two models out there. Okay. Um, but yeah, and yeah. I just got I just opened up another target one because I had that six pack, you know, six pack of dinosaurs. Uh, that's why I was talking about it. So the, <laughs> a tangent here. I was talking. Oh, my, on the last episode about dinosaur abs, and I could not remember why I was talking about dinosaur abs, and that was it, the six-pack of dinosaurs, and I was not talking about six-pack abs. Um, there we go, I, tangent. I'm with you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's a whole lot of um, new dinosaurs here, so 2020 is going to be, again, out of control. Um, it's, it is a bit sad that we, um, we did not see the Explorer um maybe see if i was them i would save that for round two as far as movies are concerned so jurassic world 3 release you it think then the explorer at jurassic world 3. i think so too. i hope so i i think so, I think so. because they they gave us multiple renditions of the jeep this time around for fallen kingdom um so maybe maybe you know they're like well it doesn't seem like they're saying this sentence out loud maybe we should save that for jurassic world 3 because of like what we were just saying with all these new species but Maybe that is their intention with the Explorer, I would hope. Um, and as far as, like, um, play sets, humans, all this other stuff, we didn't really get a whole lot of that kind of announcement. Um, we'll talk about another one in a second. But um, included in this 17 new species count is is apparently potential Camp Cretaceous toys. So the, the Netflix, DreamWorks um, TV series. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, doesn't it? It does. It definitely does make a lot of sense there because... And I wonder if the Trudon from Jurassic World, the hmm. live, Jurassic World Live, yeah, Jurassic I World wonder live, if that's you know? part of the 17. But I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is, do we see, do we see, there is something in there that could be next to that, um, below that... Um, one with the spikes on the back, the small spikes. Maybe I mean they're not including this. They're not including this Walmart colored Spinosaurus as one of the seventeen. So, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Well, that's not a new species. We we already got that species. Um, I know, but half these other ones. Oh, you're talking in the seventeen. No, gotcha. in the seventeen. Yeah. Yep. Um, and like I said, this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So. Like I said, there still seems to be, at least I've never seen an image with 17 in there, but um, it may, maybe that Trodon is in there. That would be fantastic if it was in there because maybe that's one of those that they're like, well, they would recognize that right away, all that stuff. But um, yeah, that's not there, but that would be nice to see that. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so Camp Cretaceous toys, I, I assume... I'm gonna assume at least that a lot of these these interesting ones like the Scutosaurus or that that Croc maybe um, uh, I don't know um, Postosuchus like I feel like the ones like that um, will probably be from the show. Who knows? Maybe the Carnotaurus is a big feature of the show. That would be a pretty interesting species to have as a a villain dinosaur. You know, we already got the setup in Fallen Kingdom. Well, which I guess is not really the setup, but we know it exists. So. Um, that could be a cool villain. And you you talked about Disney's dinosaur. It's like, all right, we're we're so many years away from that. We can go with the Carnotaurus and the um, Iguanodon. So maybe it's time. Maybe that's going to be the uh, villain in that show. Maybe. 
I hope it's not a Carnotaurus. Like, I hope it's not like centralized around a Carnotaurus and an iguana. Like that would be weird. But oh no, centralized around them that would be. We gotta get in. We gotta get that dino. And you're like, wait, what? This is exactly, yeah, exactly. the same plot. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's that, and then there's. There's the Walmart Spinosaurus, which in this photo I'm seeing doesn't look as bad as I originally thought. I still – I don't know. This is, might be a nephew gift. Um, sure. Yeah, I could see that. Um, there's been a few images rolling around of that Spinosaurus, one where the 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 kid is holding it up. I guess they gave it away, which is really, really awesome. Yeah, that's really awesome. Um, that's fantastic, yeah. Um, and then there was another one, which I'm, I'm blanking. I don't know where it was. Um, but uh, – yeah, that one um, was basically like featured on the wall and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, because they had that giant mirror wall of um, all the current dinosaurs, some new ones in there as well. Um, and it looked really good, I believe, in there. Is that where it was? I'm not seeing it right right there. Yeah, it's in that display. It looked good. It looked yeah. Good there. Um, so I was actually pleasantly surprised with that. I thought it looked pretty good. Like um, – I've been trashing that thing. I've been saying it looks horrible. It looks horrible, but it, it it looks a lot better than I expected. And it, literally, the same exact thing happened when when I when I saw that um, uh, Sukumimus, right? Um, I, I thought it looked terrible. Then it showed up in stores, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to have it. A lot of people have been comparing that color base to this to this Spinosaurus, but I think it, I still think it's different. Um, you know, different blues, different gold or yellow or whatever that is. So, um, similar trajectory, I guess, but uh, different execution. Yeah, um, totally. But um, I'm, ah, I'm still not too interested in this thing. Um, I talked about a lot about the, um, I guess, the hinge that's on there for the battle damage. At least the skin looks like it's kind of rubbery and pliable, um, but the bone structure still seems to be rigid and could potentially break off. I feel like that'll break off real easily. Um, I, yeah, for a kid, it probably will. Yeah, 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 for um, I kids. Think the way, I think the way they've handled battle damage so far has actually been great with the internal spring-loaded hinge thing. That's really been really cool. I, this is going to break, but like for me, like if I get this, the this battle damage is never opening up anyway. <laughs> That's, so, that no that is fair like I, i'm i mean like specifically with kids it definitely kids, seems like yeah, something that thing, that'll that break off be in a sandbox the thing's gonna be in a sandbox by itself yeah so. um, um but but it looks cool i mean the feature like like rotates really good um i, I do I, man i when i look at this picture in the mirror like it looks really good like i think it looks pretty darn good um so who knows maybe maybe it's one of those ones that'll be like all right i gotta get it but it is way too expensive i think it was like oof, don't quote me on this but it was like 40 40 dollars i believe which well, which what the, what's that what was the original spinosaurus 20, I mean, 20, i'm sorry 20, i paid a premium for my spinosaurus. So <laughs> yeah i mean it, it was anywhere from 24 to like 180 dollars <laughs> yeah um, um but no i think it was it was like 24.99 so yeah you're adding oh, another like oh, wow. essentially like you know 10 30 30 uh 10 30 what am i saying um yeah about like i guess 15 dollars on there wow, for battle damage for battle yeah. damage yeah i don't know if that's worth that for me especially for a paint job that's like iffy at best um and, and a feature that's iffy at best what's weird about this one is if i'm not mistaken the spinosaurus tails came separate right in our version yeah and this is a, a tnt open box style right like this thing 
is a, I mean, this thing has the try me now, you know, feel Ugh. all over it. And it's like, this thing just takes up shelf space. This thing's huge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. Walmart is the, the space is prime right now. Like you really need, um, uh, this is going to take up a lot of space, I guess, down on the lower shelves, I'm sure. Um, which they don't necessarily have at the moment, like I was saying. So it's interesting. It looks like a very weak box. I feel like this kid is holding it, and it's like already like coming apart, bending in half at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know how that's going to work out, but um, another open box. So who knows? We'll see. But Dude, what, um, what else we got from Mattel? Well, we also have um, there was uh, I think another Triceratops in here somewhere. Uh, where is this thing? Yeah, it's it's a brown Triceratops with like a, a darker brown color on the top. So it's another one of those mirror pictures. Um, yeah, uh, sure. Another Triceratops, yeah. I guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a <laughs> it's a staple dinosaur. Um, I'm just, we've said this a million times. You can't touch Kenner. You can't touch Kenner. So like. No, it's, and, and it's, it, we'll talk about that even later, the Triceratops, but like it, it, it needs to be that old school style triceratops to me it needs to look like that yes, one. none of these have like jurassic triceratops no thank you none of them have looked like a jurassic triceratops um i really want somebody to call us out and say that we're shills because if they listen to this episode they would see the complete they would you know see that it's completely opposite <laughs> because we've you... probably talked more trash than anything but um oh yeah. today yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah today <laughs> We love you, Mattel. We do. No, honestly, we do. We oh, love we really do. so yeah. much of this stuff. This wall that has tons of dinosaurs on it, picking out like one or two that are just, just like, eh, you know. But um, that's that's the more th- fun thing to talk about is like, well, what don't you like? You know, we could talk all day about like, I love this thing, but it gets old, you know. No, um, it never gets old hearing about the crocodile. The thing's awesome. <laughs> we'll talk about that when it gets released. Give it to me. <laughs> um. But yeah, so you got that trike, um, and what else do we have here? Um, I think that was about it. Um, there's this um, pro ceratosaurus. We've got this baryonyx playset. Yeah, the baryonyx. Yeah, let's talk about the baryonyx playset. Um, now this, um, like I said about you know not getting any playsets, I still think we're not getting any playsets. Um, I don't this think this necessarily a, this counts. <laughs> This isn't a playset. This is akin to the uh, Dracorex four-wheeler deal. And with a yeah. dinosaur that already had an exclusive playset, like... Th- wh- yeah, true. Yeah. This is so, the there's fourth another iteration. One. The fourth iteration of this dinosaur. That's crazy. Like, come on, Mattel, Ceretosaurus. Uh, I, 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 I planned like I had like a whole line of things. I don't have anything in front of me. Uh, Ceretosaurus, uh, Carnotaurus, up the price and put a Carnotaurus in there. Um, do a, do a plant eater, do a Parasaurolophus. Um, what is this? Uh, not Mamanchosaurus. What's this? This one that looks like McDonald's threw up all over it. Um, Metricanthiosaurus. Like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, I, do something different than the baryonyx. Like I'm not I, getting yeah. this. I already have, I already have Owen, and I don't want this baryonyx with the scratch on its side. Honestly, the thing I'm most excited for about this is more compies. No, <laughs> no, come on. I don't, I don't like those compies, <laughs> but I want multiple compies. 
I still want like all right. <laughs> so yeah, I wish they stood. No, not at all. They don't. And look at this compy set. Like, what is this one that has like the elongated neck? It just have, looks so bad. I have one good compy. It came with the. Uh, <laughs> it came with the Dilophosaurus that was the, uh, with the magnet in its mouth that like broke. Oh open yeah, yeah, yeah. That has one really good compy. So you guys, okay. I'm gonna learn how to make injection molding, and I'm gonna do <laughs> like a hundred times. So that's the one I want. Yeah. Look, I don't mind the compies, but it just at this point this set feels like well, we have these things left over. Could we package them all together? And and somebody's like, I think so. <laughs> like yeah, that yeah. that's how the that's how the meeting went. Um and Mattel, if it went differently, please let me know. I would love to hear how it went because it's repackaged at 90%. Okay, so uh, to, just to explain exactly what this is, it's the ultimate Baryonyx breakout. And guess what? I already ordered it, ordered it off of Walmart. So oh, you're going to complain about it. <laughs> and I will be picking it up the day of this recording is released. You are the so problem. You I am the, the problem. problem. But here's the thing. I love the Baryonyx. I, I have, um, sorry, I have two, two of the three current. And a, a, after this is released, I will have three of the four. Um, you have the other one that I don't have, the Lava Surge playset. Uh, but this this is a Baryonyx with an, uh, a red base paint job, a, lower, a lighter color on the lower jaw, a yellow on the top of the nose, um, like a dark, like a black or something on the back, and this like bright red uh, scratch marks on the neck that are not grooved in or, or, or cut out or anything it's just painted on um it also like aaron said comes with these two compies um it comes with a dimorphodon like one of the small ones that i think was uh, attached with one of the humans at some point i don't remember which one um and it also comes with another owen um i can't necessarily tell if this is the same i'm assuming it's the same clothes as one of the other ones but we also have a motorcycle, which looks like it's straight out of like um, Minority Report, um, yeah. and <laughs> it's not even the right motorcycle. Like, no, they, it's like they couldn't even be bothered to like. I don't know exactly what he rides, but it's not this future Triumph. Like, it's not this Blade cycle. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, for some odd reason, I, which I just noticed now. There's the flare from the Malcolm set is is above him. Um, I don't know why well, that's there. Don't you know that dinosaurs, no matter what, that's what they chase flares. <laughs> that's, like, that's true. Yeah, he 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 rides the motorcycle, holds a flare out, um, yeah. while he's wearing a helmet because this comes with a helmet and it comes with that like dinosaur trainer set armor. So um, you can throw the armor on. It comes with a, a computer. Yeah. Wait, what is that computer? Is that computer from something else? It's from Yellow Jacket Claire. Oh, it is. See, I don't have that one. Um, yeah. All right, so I was going to say that was the one new thing. So no, <laughs> the only thing new here is the motorcycle and the helmet. Well, let's let's be clear, kids. Always wear your helmet yeah. when you're riding a motorcycle and your bikes. And to that, be honest, it's, it might be worth point. it for the helmet alone because then you can do a repaint of Carter. You can get that going. Um, Ooh, yeah, I, I'm kind of excited for the helmet feature, to be honest. Like this Owen will 100% always wear a helmet like he, so he will never t i'll, I'll straight up spend, put super glue in there spend what 50 bucks for a helmet and some compies Is oh no 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 not 50 bucks oh. dude this was 20 dollars. oh that's worth it. yeah Dang it, that's worth it <laughs> like i'm not getting it but come on 20 bucks yeah 
Like I am, I, I'm all for the bike. Like it doesn't look anything like you know his bike, but this is the kind of chance that I'm telling them to take is to make something original and weird. Um, I, I feel it's like it almost from- does feel like this came from maybe some other brand, and they just repackaged it. Like, um, actually, Hasbro did that, I believe, with the Owen motorcycle. I think it's literally the same motorcycle from Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull when they released the Mutt. It might. Hardly- I think it literally is the same motorcycle, but. I gotta um, say, the best Owen and motorcycle is easily the Rip Riding one or whatever that thing's called. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to, if you want to do a staged thing with uh, Owen on a motorcycle, that one's like the perfect thing to get. I think you can still get that one. Um, I don't think they sold too well. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I I have that one and blue, and um, yeah, they're they're both too. cool, but literally, like, there's too many. Except accentuated like features on there for the gearbox and stuff like that, and the fact that he doesn't come off of there, like that's that's like a a non toy for me to ever play with when I was a kid. Like I, I didn't want something that was attached. I needed something that would come apart and you know be able to. Oh yeah, yeah. So I I, yeah. it is certainly the best looking thing um, so far, and um, yeah. If but it's it's like a shelf warmer at this point. Plus my dog goes nuts for it, so I can barely take it out. Um, <laughs> like has to chase it down constantly barks. So, um, yeah, so this, um, it, I, I bought it already. Um, I don't really love the packaging, but, um, might be worth it for that background alone. I'm sure you could probably take that out of the box. Um, but, um, I I'm excited for it, even though it's nearly a hundred percent of repack. Um, it, it's still interesting. It's not a play set. So nobody consider this a play set, please. But, um, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure what we need to do to get playsets. Um. Well, they have to put them in stores first. Well, that needs to happen. Yeah. You know, like the lava thing. What it had a stint <laughs> on Walmart, and then I happened to find them here in Canada. I mean, they they, and also we still have that T Rex with the power box in Canada. Like the thing is a shelf warmer. It's also like seventy dollars. Oh. But it's, Send it's them just, over here for cheaper. Well, half the price if they were in the U.S. I'm telling you, the yeah. taxes on on oil or plastic here are astronomical. So toys are just expensive. But yeah, I mean, they just have to put them in stores. That's all it takes. Put them in stores; they will sell. Yeah, that's um uh the you're talking about the um T Rex one, right? Yeah, that's what you just the said. The power box. Uh, the only I, I, I want that. that. Like, selling, the only reason I think it's not selling is because it's the the T Rex that you can kind of get. There was already options to get that T-Rex for a much lesser cost. Um, and it comes with that that mercenary with a vest, right, again? Right. Like, you could get those same pieces. I mean, the only thing that you're paying for is kind of the orange box. I get yeah, that the inside yeah. of the T-Rex mouth is different. Like, um, I know, like, Victoria would say it, it is different because she did her review on it. But it's basically the same mold of two things that were previously released at a lesser cost. So, really, I was paying for the orange box, and I've never seen an orange power box. So... It was a pass for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that was probably it. Let's see here. Um, camp, yeah, t- uh, Tiny Dermaphrodon, Spino, No Humans. Um, oh, yeah, and one thing I just wanted to point out, uh, Mattel did wonderfully. Um, I know we've said, uh, oh, you know, some digs awesome. here. It was yeah. the photo wall. Um, now, they, you know, they reached out to a lot of people beforehand and said, Hey, do you mind if we um, showcase your pictures on our fan art wall? Um, and they did. You know, they they actually came through. They 
they put it up there and I saw I saw one of mine. Um, I know you know other people had multiple or um, one or whatever, but uh, they actually fe- you know featured a lot of fan uh, photography, which was amazing. Like to yeah. actually that that is something that's like really inspiring for people, really lifts people up. It's really exciting to see your work on a screen at San Diego Comic Con in front of thousands of people like walking by. That is really cool and. You know, maybe nobody really, um, you know, got much of anything from it. You know, I don't know if anybody was like, oh, I need to follow that person. But it's still really cool to at least see your work showcase. Somebody laid their eyes on it at some point. Um, and, uh, and I really appreciate Mattel, you know, using our picture. Um, I know like uh, Jurassic Dave was on there, Tom Fishenden. There's so many people, you know, on that wall. Um, so, yeah, that was wonderful. Yeah, they didn't really appreciate my dinosaurs in front of the drywall. (laughs) I wasn't uh, contacted. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I guess they needed to be like, actually, mine was in front of drywall. (laughs) No, but you know what this does for me? This, because I want to be on this wall next year. Like, I'm going to be on this wall. So I'm they're going to do the same same kind of setup next year. Like, this is kind of the same setup as last year. So it inspires me to want to go out and take better pictures than everyone else on that TV. And I'm going to – maybe I'll do it. I don't know. We'll yeah, I, I mean, want to be on the wall, though, next year. Like that's, it, that's one of my goals is to be on the wall at Comic-Con. It's open to everybody. And Mattel periodically does reach out and contact you on your Instagrams and say, like, do you mind if we use these? They asked me at one point um, about uh, the Primal Pal Blue. I, I went outside, and I took – I was actually playing with my son, and we, were, we had the Primal Pal Blue in the grass, and I took a picture – and they asked me if they could feature it on their page, and then they're using it, you know, all on their social media and everywhere to sell the product. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, it's not because I have any connection or anything like that. They literally just reached out and said, can we use this? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So You brown brown noser. Oh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think that really wraps up Mattel. Um, That was a lot of Mattel talk. Um, there's a lot more, um, we could probably gloss over a lot of this extra stuff. Um, can staying with Comic-Con for a few more minutes here, Mondo, um, has always been a big proponent of Jurassic, whether it's, um, vinyl, um, oh man, I should add another thing to this list here. Um, vinyls, posters, they do pins. Vinyl Um, album. I was going to say, cause I just, did you see these vinyl, um, figures, that are from Mondo. They're called Mondoids. I did not put them in the show notes. Sorry. Um, no, look up Mondoids. Yes, they are doing Jurassic. Um, they're very ugly. Um, they're very weird. But that's the point. That is the point. Um, I, I can't say that I like them, but um, it looks like here you can actually go on Entertainment oh, Earth. Yeah, no, these things are ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So th- that's the point, though. The point is they wanted to create something that was retro 80s, 90s style, yeah, I was you gonna know, say, this figures. Like yeah. So it, it is certainly like that. Like, honestly, like you, you could see this on like a, a Trapper Keeper or something weird like that, like your weird yeah. 90s art or whatever. Um, it's basically like it looks like these big they're, – they're, I think they're like Funko Pop style things. But um, they're not really that big. Um, but they're these oversized-looking heads that have, like, gooey, oozy green stuff, like, falling out of them or in the mouths or whatever. Um, I don't understand because one eye on both of these figures is wide open and the other one's kind of, like, closed halfway. 
Um, so that's a weird choice. But there's a T-Rex and there's um, a Velociraptor. So they're very weird. Um, but uh, go check those out. I did not put them. These, these are not from Comic-Con. I just uh, remember them as I was talking about them. But they are uh, a Mondo release. But um, at San Diego Comic-Con, they um, announced this thing called Jurassic Park InGen versus Raptors, which is part of their Unmatched series. Now, I don't really know much about Unmatched. Have you ever played one of these games? No. I mean, I've played a card game. Sure. I've played a card game based off of Jurassic. I mean, not just like a card game, but like, well, you know, like one of these. I don't know. I, I, a tabletop. I, I this is a, this yeah, is a yeah, specific yeah. series. They, they have this Unmatched series with other products or brands or whatever. So I, I don't know what it is. I've never played it before, but it's just basically a, a small card game. You can probably look up previous um, Unmatched um Mondo. Actually, let me do that right now. While we're doing I mean, this, but... I'll give it a shot. I think what I'll, I'm going to get this, and I'm going to give it a shot. I think they said there what there's an expansion coming um, at some point for this. Oh, I have no um, idea. Um, I don't know exactly what you need. Um, so, to play. like, I don't know if you'll need two sets of this to play. I don't I think so. No. So, so I'm looking at Battle of Legends Volume One. This is a unmatched game. It's probably very similar, um, but it's basically a small, very small board. Um, I don't know. It looks like a, a tad bigger than like an iPad or something like that. Um, uh, but it has these little miniature figures on there, a few small spaces, um, a few cards and some other little, uh, you know, external pieces and stuff. But yeah, it's like a card game for like two people or something like that. Um, I, I do have some details here somewhere. Um, Mondo games and restoration games have announced the next license to appear, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jurassic Park, uh, this is going to be late 2019. Sattler vs. T-Rex and Dr. Alan Grant's solo expansion. There you go. We'll expand the line in 2020. Um, you can pit more of your favorites in combat against iconic dinosaurs from the 1993 film. Uh, as with all unmatched sets, the power to mix and match heroes and maps to create customized play experiences not only uh, possible but encouraged. So... I don't know what this is. I still have no idea what this is. But it's just it's it's just, it's just essentially like a tabletop card game. Um and it's weird because I, I don't know if you remember but um they had the Chaos Gene. Mondo was you know announced this like a year or two ago. They talked oh, about this big time. Ago. Yeah, it was yeah. like a big time tabletop game for Jurassic Park, but literally the last sentence of their like press release here is um, that Jurassic, Un- Jurassic Unmatched releases will replace the previously announced Jurassic Park The Chaos Gene game, which is no longer in development. So we've been talking about that for a while. We've wondered for a while, where is this game? You know, like all these other tabletop games came out in the meantime, but not um, The Chaos Gene. So it's interesting. I guess they put all their development into this one instead. So I, I guess what- whatever this is, this Unmatched probably became a hit, and they're like, hey, let's just flip it over to this instead i think as much as i'm upset we're not getting the chaos gene because i think that a board game could be fun and i think that the artwork on it was really cool i think this was a smarter move because if this was already a success they're embedding probably some of their their artwork from the chaos gene into this this tabletop card game Mm -hmm. i'm wondering if they kind of read the tea leaves around jurassic board games in the sense that there was one i want to say was it exclusive to target maybe yeah i don't yeah. think mm-hmm. sold well um yeah, i'm not too sure i don't think the jurassic board games have ever been that good 
So I'm wondering if they just felt like they couldn't bring anything really new to the table with that. I mean, I'm not a huge board game enthusiast, like especially when you go beyond like Parker Brothers and like Milton Bradley. So I don't really mm-hmm. know for sure um, what they could do. But I want to say I've never really had a great time playing a Jurassic board game personally. And so I'm just wondering if looking at the sales, you know, go. I, I'm sure that people working at Mondo go to Target and see that that Jurassic board game is just sitting on shelves. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a shelf warmer, unfortunately. Maybe, I yeah. bought it and I've never played it. So same. I think this was a smart idea. I'm excited to get this. Um, I dig card games. Like I know, like when Gwent came out for, uh, well, it was like in Witcher Three. I got really into Gwent. I bought a physical Gwent deck, which I've uh, you know never played, but I would love to play it. Um, Gwent on the PC and on the PlayStation is fun. So I'm down to learn a new card game. And, ha- and what's nice about this is I think you can even play solo, right? One um, to two players. I don't know. Does it say one to two, actually? Um, no, I think I, it's a, it says two players, um, and it's 20 minutes, ages 14 and up. Cards, I think it says 63, something else. I, I can't really see what that says. Um, well, for oh, me, yeah. the real problem with board games is Miniatures that- is four and one battlefield. Okay, even though that board games say between two and however many players, board games aren't to me that fun unless you have like four players. And I think getting two people together is a lot easier than getting four people together. So I'm totally down for this. Yeah, me and my wife have just like, you know, busted out some theme park um, tabletop game. And, you know, we play that every now and then. Uh, This looks fun. I got to say at least the artwork is really, really cool. You have like um three raptors on the front that kind of resemble more jurassic world style raptors but you also have Muldoon. you have some like engine workers and stuff with guns um jurassic park logo some hydro looking thing up there I don't, oh no i'm sorry <laughs> the raptor claws like in a circle it looks like the hydra symbol um and then there's like a raptor on the side as well so it looks really cool um i'm excited for it um, I'll definitely play it, but uh, that's about all I know. There's a bigger press release. I'm like, there's a lot of words. You can't ask me to read all this. No, don't don't read all <laughs> this. Don't read all this. Um, also, Chronicle Collectibles. Uh, I know you've been itching to talk about them. They had Glenn McIntosh out there um, selling art at his at the booth. Um, he was the Jurassic World animation supervisor. They also did display their sick trike set, which looks pretty cool. I think it looks pretty awesome. Um, it features the sick trike in this, you know, same situation you expect from the movie with Grant. Uh, it actually has Jerry Harding on there, which I was surprised about. You got Ellie, Lex, and Tim all crouching down there. Um, that's pretty cool. Didn't Chronicle already do a sick triceratops that people were like, people were making fun of the foliage that was around it or something saying it was like too thick or, or like banana leaves or something. I feel Um, like there's already, there's already been a few of these. I got to say, the thing that Chronicle, that I'm really excited for with Chronicle, can we just move on? Like, are, do you have anything to say about this Tricer? I think it looks great. It looks great. It looks great. That's about it. It looks great. Holy crap. Bring on the six scale figures. I cannot wait. Yeah, they man. originally brought out this Alan Grant. I want to say, was there a Ian Malcolm at one point that they did? Um, um, I don't know. I think so. Anyway, like they, said that they, had, they said that they had canceled those, and they had canceled those to probably move more into the statues but the alan grant is back and he still looks kind of weird but i'll i'll still end up getting him because i'm so i'm a big six scale figure fan i love i love hot toys i have maybe a couple sideshow six scale figures um 
I have been wanting, I have been wanting six scale Raptors forever. And we're finally getting one. Now it's yeah. not perfect. It's not perfect, but man, it's cool. The only thing that could have made this any better was if they would have shown if the jaw hinges moved to open its mouth. I can't imagine that it doesn't, but in this particular image that they released um, or people were getting from Comic-Con, the mouth is closed. But man, this thing looks awesome. I cannot wait. It really does. I, I don't know if it's just me, but if, I feel like it, it almost resembles more the Lost World kind of style. But um, it's interesting. It's got this like... Maybe. I mean, you have uh, to it's, it's my... a lighter paint job with like the striping kind of on it. That kind of does it for me. That kind of looks uh, Lost World style. But either way, it looks really, really cool. Um, and yeah, I love the sixth scale. Um, I have Sideshow, I think, uh, Indiana Jones from kingdom of the yes. crystal skull and i love him i love that figure and i want more of these and they're usually a more manageable price than their 899 dollars, which i think is like what the mosasaurus is that was like just announced yeah i mean look i would love the mosasaurus i i was lucky enough to work on the shot where the mosasaurus like creeps up behind the submarine and like opens its jaws that was one of the shots that i got to work oh, on oh man film. that's awesome but like yeah, like $800 now. Yeah, six-scale figures, they usually are like a lot less expensive. So right now, at the top of their game is, at the top of the six-scale market, I would say is probably Hot Toys. And I mm -hmm. would say a standard figure with a standard body inside. Um, so for those that don't know, inside under these clothes is just kind of a standard like maquette figure underneath. And then with six-scale, what really sells the human figures is the paint and the sculpt on the heads and the clothing. And I think the clothes on Grant are a little ill-fitting. However, it was the 90s, so clothes were definitely ill-fitting anyway. Um, I would say Hot Toys would sell this figure for like 220 or 230 And Hot Toys quality is far better than Chronicles quality when it comes to the paint, like the making it look like the actor. Um, so if this thing is above 230 I think they're overstretching. I think this thing needs to hit a sweet spot of two to 210 um but this raptor custom sculpt everywhere um there's no there's no pre-done maquette on this thing this thing is custom all the way i think they could get away with asking 300 for this item i think so yeah 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 and that that's way more manageable than than the other ones like i was saying so this is this is cool i'm really excited for that yeah i'm really excited i can't wait for pre-orders to go up on this um bring it on and you know what i hope these things sell because i want an ian malcolm with a lost world raptor i want um well i i, I just want a jurassic park 3 raptor i don't really need anybody you don't need jurassic the humans park. you know <laughs> no I, then we can, I mean i guess like another grant i guess give um, me like the a tree with with um a you know a paraglider like hanging from it with the ben hildebrand skeleton and, yeah, a VH, and like go. a VHS tape go. or something. Like, give yeah. me that, please. Not VHS. Um, um, and then give me like I an eight. Owen in a blue. You know, I'll take an Owen in a blue for I, sure. I don't need any more. I'm fine. Give me Claire. But a six scale Owen with a with blue? I don't oh, need it. Crazy. I don't well, need it. Six scale, man. Six scale. <laughs> the real the, deal. Mattel has ruined me on on the Owens, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you just spent. I'm done. I'm done with the Owens. Enough of the Owens. So that was about it, I think, from Chronicle. I might be missing something, but uh, the Chronicle stuff kind of went under the radar, I feel like. Um, well, and I think the reasoning that Chronicle goes under the radar, they're in big trouble when it comes to Prime 1. We can just gloss over Prime 1, 
Um, sure. But, yeah, I had that for um, later on, but um, let let's just do it real quick. Just do it I know, real quick. I, know right. on, but I think they're kind of. I think they're one to one comparisons, and I think Prime One knocks it out of the park. Um, I guess no pun intended. Um, <laughs> their Dilophosaurus is, I think, more accurate than Chronicles. Their Stiggy Malik breaking through the wall looks fantastic. Oh, that looks they're, so good. That that was such a surprise. I didn't expect to see something yeah, like that. That was great. really good. Their T-Rex rotunda sequence is not screen accurate, but it's all the best parts of that scene in one display. Very reminiscent of what Sideshow did maybe 10 years ago. Um, of course, I think this will be better than the Sideshow one. Didn't, didn't one Chronicle just do this too? This Sorry, what? Didn't Chronicle just do this one as well? Yeah, but like, come and on, I, this is better. This I, is I know, better. and I, I remember, I remember like analyzing it. I'm like, eh, I don't know. It doesn't really look all that good to me, but this one looks pretty darn cool. Like you said, it's it's definitely a little um, uh, hyper, like realistic. I, I think just a tad, like color wise and stuff like that. I love the sign, you know, laid in there and, and how brutal it looks. Like it looks yes. so brutal with that coloring and, and you see that raptor on the ground all bloody and everything. It, it looks really, really cool. Yeah, Prime One is killing it. I love when they release the photos of them doing quality check at their warehouse because they take all of the dinosaurs out of the boxes and they just line them up in a row. And in one photo, mm -hmm. you can see thousands of dollars of oh, merchandise. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, I, do, I do like those photos. It goes out to consumers. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, Prime One is killing it with this franchise. Uh, you know, I recently just got the Baby Raptors and I love those figures. Um, but again, they're not, those didn't have to be photo real. We don't have, we don't have movie reference for Jurassic Park baby raptors. All we have is the Crash McCreary black and white image. And so with what Chronicle delivered for that price point, that was absolutely fantastic. I'm really upset that I didn't have the, the time to do a review for the podcast because I think we kind of trashed on them a little bit with the Breakout Rex. And the baby raptors, they completely redeem themselves um, with with those figures. Um, but nice. yeah, I think that's good. I think overall, I think Prime One is kind of kicking their butts, and maybe that's why the six scale is coming back at Chronicle. Yeah. Well, is that it? That was about it, I think, from um, Prime One. Yeah, I just had those three things listed out there. Um, so yeah, they're killing it, and it is kind of confusing. You mentioned those like banana leaves or whatever on the sick trike. Between Prime Prime One, uh, something Iron Studios, Iron Studios, yeah, yep. um, and Chronicle. It's just like I never know who's creating a what. And then you have like websites like Sideshow that are like, you know, accumulating all of them together and just like posting them all as like Sideshow. And I'm like, oh, what is happening? I have no clue anymore. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense to me. So there, there's a whole lot out there, but um. Prime One is killing it, and um, Iron Studios seems to be killing it pretty well. And uh, Chronicle needs to catch up a little bit here and there. So it looks like they're on their way. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even necessarily think they need to catch up in. I mean, look, our art is art. It's all subjective anyway. Like whether or not you think it's fantastic or you think it's crummy, that's that's in the eye of the consumer. Sure. But I do think that for where they're at price point wise, I think that Chronicle could maybe come down a little bit. Um, just based on the fact that there is there is kind of a stigma um, just based off of the breakout Rex and the stegosaurus that they that they produce. I would love, I really, really want the Chronicle 
Pachycephalosaurus and the Chronicle Parasaurolophus. But one, I don't have any more money. I'm like out. And then, uh, you know, two, I just, I don't trust exactly the photorealism from them. People don't want to take a chance. All the, no. um, the prototypes and all these images that they release look incredible. If that's what you got, it's totally worth it. But when it, when it shows up at your house and you unbox it and you're like, well, it looks like somebody lazily painted this. Um, the sculpt's fine. Everything's good about that, but it just looks, yep. the paint job wise is never up to par. And um, I don't think people trust it, to be honest, at this point. Some people are diehards. They'll buy every one of them. Um, but uh, I can't trust that, uh, to, especially when I'm not like a an avid, like big time statue collector. I can't right. waste my money on something that might not look good. Right. So that's not my thing. But I think that wraps up the um, uh, the statues, at least. Oh, for yeah, now. sure. We don't need to dwell too long on those. I mean, you know, 40 minutes on Mattel, 10 minutes on statues. I think that seems about right. Yeah. Let's move on here to our spotlight. And we actually we have a good spotlight this week, I think. Um, so also at, at San Diego Comic-Con, um, I don't know if you guys follow her universe at all, but um, it's an Ashley Eckstein um uh, I guess line of clothing and, and products and stuff like that. Her universe is her company. Um, Ashley Eckstein plays Ahsoka Tano on uh, Star Wars, um, the Clone Wars. Uh, okay. Ahsoka, Ahsoka is my favorite character in Star Wars ever. So um, Ashley's awesome. She's like such an enthusiastic, um, you know, person when it comes to Star Wars and fashion and stuff like that and creating her universe, um, a line of essentially Star Wars clothes for, uh, girls because like that was really pretty non-existent for many many years um, so her universe comes around and now they have a fashion show at San Diego Comic-Con it's it's the sixth annual her universe fashion show and um, they actually did uh, it's like a contest I guess as well so Adria Renee is our uh, spotlight tonight today here and um, so she created a Jurassic Park um outfit here i see look we're not really the ones to talk about fashion and stuff like that but um <laughs> so this is this is i don't know if, if we're more um interesting to hear talk about fashion or toronto raptors i'm not really sure yeah but um so let's get professional on this one i really I, dig this yes scarf well is it a scarf or is it a cape because i'm kind of i don't really know and i'm not i don't mean you that like to be cape? yeah i wasn't sure if it was attached because there's this <laughs> I, I guess it's not. I guess it's I not attached. Women call them capes. <laughs> no, no. I literally thought it was attached to the clothes. Not, not. I don't know. Would you call it an attached scarf? Just a is scarf? This, is this a shawl? Is this? It's a shawl. Is? Yeah, maybe a shawl. That's the right one. There we is go. Is that the right word? Where's that might be the word. Jen? I need. We need Jen. <laughs> Jen, come tell us. Um. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But this. I dig it. It looks real. The the dress on this woman looks very nice. No, we're only poking fun at our own abilities to discuss these things because we are not fashion award winners but uh, adria renee is and she she created this isla nublar inspired outfit um and it's incredible it's got uh, what looks to be raptors on the front in the jungle uh, or at least just a bunch of um you know uh ferns and stuff like that all over the midsection of this um this dress and um it, it also came with like um this awesome like purse that says clever girl on there it's got the t-rex and some more plants uh, stuff like that going on there and yeah you're right this this shawl as we call it in the fashion industry i think um yeah. that thing's really really cool dude like it is awesome it's when just dinosaurs this... ruled the earth man. yeah yeah it's really cool this is really neat in the sense that it's 
the floral design on this is actually just very beautiful in general. Mm -hmm. And then it's got that nerdy hint of Jurassic, uh, especially like on the back, there's like the T-Rex, um, you know, kind of poking through the ferns. This reminds me of like, this reminds me of, of if Jurassic Park were real, right? And I always like to kind of do like in-world analysis. I feel like this is something that you could actually buy at Jurassic Park if it was real. Yes, For sure. They're always gonna sell they're always gonna have shirts with the logo on it, like you get at Universal Studios. But I feel like the real Jurassic Park or Jurassic World would also have like men and women's clothes that were kind of vacation-y. Like I went to Alani um a couple years ago and they had like you know, nicer clothes, but they also had like that a hint of that Disney like touch to it. Yeah. Um well, Dis- exactly Disney's the perfect, yeah, Disney's the perfect example because in their their shops and stores, um, specifically like, um, what do you call it? Um, I'm blanking on the name, but there's like a specific shop down in like Disney Springs that sells all these like um, artist Trendy created, yeah, um, yeah, man, I'm blanking on it. It's literally my like favorite store down there. D Street? Is it D Street? No. Um, it's cool. It's the uh, oh man, I just had it, but I forget. Um, but matter. they Doesn't they sell they sell all this like really cool designer stuff and stuff that like will call to uh, you know theme park attractions and stuff like that that replicate something you would see in the attraction. Or so that's exactly in line with what you're talking about. And this definitely looks like that. You would see this hanging up on Isla Nublar, like uh, for sale in one of the the stores, Jurassic Traders or whatever. And um, that's really really cool because it doesn't specifically say um jurassic park or anything which is is awesome that's the see that's the kind of like merchandise that i like to see is like not just a giant logo all the time i want like something subtle and something unique and it's so cool that that adria here like took the time to make something jurassic park themed and it it got the high award here uh the judges award for you know um I don't know what 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 you would what the judges winner. It's just judges winner. That's all it says as far as the um the winning designers for 2019. So it's it's really awesome though. This white dress with the floral designs and the raptors on the front. Uh, it looks like maybe another raptor on the back and the T Rex on the back as well. Um, it's really cool and and re- that shawl is awesome. It reminds me of kind of this. I mean, I'm not comparing this to a T shirt, but I have a T shirt that was from <laughs> like it's from Old Navy. And it, it's black and it has like faint gray slash white like outlines of like ferns and that's it. And I wore it to work one day and someone was like, hey, that's like a really nice shirt. Like, you know, it's it that's really nice. And my boss looks at it and goes, he's just like pretending he's living in a world where Jurassic Park exists. And I was like, Shh, don't tell anyone. This is my non-Jurassic Park slash but just Jurassic Park shirt, you know, like. It's, yeah. it's nerdy in the sense of just kind of, you know, if you see it and you get it, great. If you don't, you don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, and I, I do have a quote here from her. Um, I was checking out the um, OC register, I believe. Um, and uh, I found this quote here from her. And it says, when you see designs for Jurassic Park, they're usually rugged. So I wanted to translate it into something beautiful. Um, and certainly I think that is absolutely what was done here. Um, because she's right. Like, you think I about Jurassic Park designs, you think of like Robert Muldoon. You know, like, you think like you need to be wearing a vest or, you know, uh, Owen vest or something like that with boots, this or that. And that's why I think, you know, 
the the ideals behind Jurassic World were so apparent for me is is um you know Claire was in this kind of attire with just strictly white very fancy very elegant and then you know you had to break that down and turn her into something else and um you know she she translated that really well here as far as uh creating something beautiful well and I think what Jurassic World kind of misses in relation to Jurassic Park is that Jurassic World is very it is very rugged. It is very industrial. But the original park designs were meant to feel like it existed in an already existing world. And so when the original team who made Jurassic Park set out and they set out to Hawaii to get those backdrop, you know, those backgrounds and stuff, it was because they they looked at it and it says in the bonus features when they were scouting for locations, they were like, it feels like this is where you'd want to see a dinosaur. Not in a concrete pen, you know, uh, off a monorail. I mean, the monorail is cool, but like not in a concrete pen, not behind, you know, giant steel fences, but you would want to see a dinosaur in this already existing lush garden. And so like when I think of like what Jurassic Park would have been had it stayed open, would have been kind of this botanical garden kind of feel and not necessarily the Walt Disney World feel that we got in Jurassic World. And I get what they were doing with Jurassic World, but this dress reminds me very much of the old school thinking of what Jurassic would have been. I like it. Yeah, it's this right? is this is awesome. So, yeah, we definitely had to like shine a spotlight on uh Adria here because that's awesome. And I I like reached out and and congratulated her. So hopefully maybe at some point we can have her on to talk about this. That would be really cool. Um, yeah, I don't awesome. know if I'm capable of that, but but I would try. I'm I'm sure, you know, I'd sure try. Um but I I love this. This is awesome. Um yeah, and, and I'm so grateful that like like I said before, she took the time to bring Jurassic into the her universe fashion show. That's un, completely unexpected. When I saw this pop up, I was like, wait, what? Somebody actually designed something for Jurassic? I feel like nobody ever thinks about Jurassic for these things. Like, that's really, really cool that it got a, a spotlight there. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, yeah, congratulations, Adria. That's that's really awesome. But um, let's go ahead and move into our, uh, I called it second half, but not really second half. Um so we covered a lot of the toys and all that's a lot, all the toys and everything. Um, next up, I just kind of want to touch on Jurassic World, the ride. Um, so in the time that we've discussed since obviously the last year when we recorded <laughs> last, even though it's only been a month, um, Jurassic World, the ride opened up for soft openings um, and all kinds of stuff, you know, was seen from the ride. Uh, and then like about a week later, <laughs> It opened up officially, and and they, literally how they opened it up was they just shot out an email, and it just it was a press release, and it says, "We're open, this is it, it's official." Pomp and circumstance. Yeah. So let's let's light it up. Let's send out an email. Yeah. So that was very very confusing, um, a little confusing, especially because the soft opening was only like about a week. Um, I feel like usually it's a little bit longer than that, and. When we're watching these videos about this this ride, um, it certainly looked like stuff was missing um, and, and stuff was not to the full effect, um, especially that top portion, which if we if you've seen the leaked photo that was taken inside the attraction before it actually closed, they were testing out the rigs and stuff before they actually closed it down. Um, the Indominus Rex is right there in battle with the T-Rex, um, but... It, 
in the soft openings, that never happened. So we, we would say, well, they, they might have a few few more weeks here to open this up, and maybe they'll add some of these effects. Maybe we'll see some uh, of the shaking in the boat. I don't know. Maybe that's come online since. I'm not actually sure on that one. But um, we never saw anything happen further with the Indominus Rex. We know from the behind-the-scenes videos that the arms and the legs and the body were built, but all we're really seeing now is the head. So who knows? What's going on up there? But they opened it up. It's official. It's opened. And they also seem to do the big public event um, for um, uh, people, I guess. They they opened it up, not us. Um, they had Bryce, Chris, Colin, uh, Frank Marshall. I, did I see Kathleen Kennedy there? I would assume so, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, um, I, I, this isn't anything that I was following. Um, it, it just isn't. When the behind-the-scenes footage came out and we talked about it, it wasn't behind-the-scenes, but when the initial videos came out of people riding it, um, this isn't anything I'm running to California for. I'm actually more interested in what they're doing outside of the ride with the with the puppets and the costumes and the the drinks and the the ambiance they're trying to create. Like, I'm, I'm kind of more sure. interested in that than seeing something that honestly doesn't even look as exciting as the dinosaur ride at Disney. So, well, that's not, you can't touch that. Like it's not possible. Uh, I, you know, I have, um, my other theme I get park that show it's not possible, but it's <laughs> Jurassic. It's the best dinosaur yeah. franchise in the world. Should be so, like, you know, do it up. Should be. But yeah, I, I uh, broke that down on my other podcast, uh, grim grinning hosts and we, we put them head to head and unfortunately dinosaur, the ride comes out on top. And I think it would every single time. Um, it's way more thrilling of an attraction, um, than Jurassic Park or Jurassic World the ride. So well, I mean that ride number one, the the infrastructure of that ride dinosaur is phenomenal in both parks. It's phenomenal as dinosaur and it's phenomenal as Indiana Jones. So for sure, yeah. Really, that ride in general is great. Like I'm almost wondering if there's not a franchise that you couldn't put on that ride <laughs> that like it wouldn't be great. Everything would be great. You know what they needed? Yeah. Fast and the Furious, but instead they got a tram ride. So, <laughs> but um, I don't know. Um, the ride, like I said, they did a public event, uh, or not a public. I, it was for the press and stuff like that. Um, didn't invite us. Um, they uh, they had celebrities out there. Uh, the, you know, Chris uh, Chris and Bryce were there. Um, they did a bunch of like fireworks, and uh, they showcased all those dinosaurs that you were mentioning. Um, it, it it looked nice. It looked great. It looked cool. Um, but it's open officially. This is it. It's here. Um, and I have, not, I have not seen any change in those effects. I'm still hoping one day it comes online because that's – it's kind of missing for me, kind of lacking. But uh, we've talked about the ride plenty as it is. So I just wanted to showcase that uh, public event. They had literally all kinds of celebrities out there. It was it was actually pretty crazy looking. Um, did you happen to see anything from the, uh, the event they held? A little bit. Um, I saw stuff that Chris was posting at the outpost or on his Twitter feed, maybe. Um, you know, cool. Uh, you know, I'm glad it's happening. It is It is tough, right, when I'm sure that riding the actual ride is far more thrilling than watching it on my cell phone. Of course. Um, you know, from someone else's cell phone. But, um, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> see myself necessarily going to California anytime soon. And this is something that I, I'm generally going to be disappointed when they when they got Jurassic in Orlando, um, you know. So I will not. Yeah, be. I don't, I'm I'm ambivalent, I guess, to all this theme park stuff with Jurassic because I think they've never really 
knocked it out of the park. I think the closest thing that they've ever had to being like what Jurassic Park would actually have would be, yes, the River Cruise. And I think the Triceratops encounter back in the day. Like, to me, that is what Jurassic Park would have been. I get that that's not super thrilling, but, like, when I go to a zoo, I don't go to the zoo for the roller coasters. I go to the zoo for the animal attractions. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not really getting much of, of, no, of like, like you, uh, you know, like, animal not, attractions here. And it, no, and I'm not picking on them. Like, no. It's just that when you're dealing with hot environments and animatronics and stuff, it 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 sometimes just probably becomes lackluster. And so... I think where dinosaur is so much better in Disney is the fact that it's an indoor ride. Mm -hmm. It takes place at night. Um, it, it tells a story throughout, um, that you are, if you've never ridden the ride, it's a story that you're unfamiliar with. It uses branding from a very, I would say unpopular Disney movie. Um, it makes that movie thrilling. Um, it's, it's just, it's far better, which is disappointing because I think Jurassic should be the best. Yeah, I mean, like, we can't really compare the two things too much because this was never um, really meant to be a big upgrade or anything, uh, major, oh, major upgrade. It wasn't supposed to be a new ride, even though they, their press releases over and over and over again said new ride, new ride, which is very confusing for people. Um, it's misleading. Very misleading. So I know a lot of people expected more, but uh, I, I'm, I'm happy with what we got. I just wish that they... Um, change some of these effects and as of the opening it doesn't seem like they changed them so uh, i'm kind of disappointed in that fact but um the event seemed big it seemed epic so it, it they held it a few weeks after the um gr the the opening itself not well not the grand opening i guess the grand opening was the event but um yeah yeah a little a little um underwhelming for me so far um, yeah, a little bit, but that's okay. Um, yeah. Who knows? I'm sure it's great. Yeah, and la lastly here, last thing I want to touch on, um, Battle at Big Rock. So this week, as of this recording, this is being released on Monday, and Hobbs and Shaw comes out on Thursday, Friday, one of those days, and um, we've been led to believe that Battle at Big Rock is coming out before Hobbs and Shaw, you know, as like a special feature, kind of like a small short before the movie. That's what we've been told. Um, and it's been a while since we heard that news and we got the toys, the, the Allosaurus and the Nasutoceratops, but we've got nothing else. We've heard nothing else from anywhere, from any source, nowhere. We know nothing about this thing outside of there's some toys and somebody said so. So what, what, what do you think? Is this, are you going to go first off? Are you, planning on seeing Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, I'm planning on seeing Hobbs and Shaw um, if... If it's there? If it's there. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw for me is going to be a... I, I, here's the thing. I will financially support Hobbs and Shaw by buying a copy of it. I won't rent this movie. I will literally... I will buy this movie for 20-some dollars um, and I will have it in my collection with the rest of my Fast and Furious Blu-rays. Okay, so you're a fan. You're a fan of the franchise. Yeah, 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 I love the Fast and Furious. I just, I think the only one I saw, I think the last one I saw in theaters was, ooh, um, eight because I worked on eight for the international version, and did I, I went and saw seven because it was Paul Walker's last one, um, but I did not see four, five, or six. Uh, I didn't see three, four, five, or six in theaters, so. I'm a fan. I love watching them. I've seen them all multiple times. 
But if they were to throw a if they were to advertise a Jurassic World short, I'd for sure go to see this in theaters. Um, and I don't, I dude, I gotta say, I don't think this is happening because they've not said anything on any of the trailers. They would always say at the end, oh, and make sure that you get there early for you know a a Jurassic World Battle at Big Rock short. Like they would say it at the end of like the TV spots, and they haven't said anything. Yeah, I, I feel like that's really, really weird. Um, I don't think this is happening. I, I'm not, nervous not that it's not happening. I know. I, I, I don't know if it's like, you know, some issue that, you know, was because this was released. The information was released at the at Toy Fair. We'll be straightforward because we're at the we're at the end game here. Um, um, no movie pun intended. But, um, you know, it was released at Toy Fair that this is going to be in front of Hobbs and Shaw. And. We've heard nothing else since, and I don't know. I, I am I am certainly nervous. So, did something happen with that? Is is did they delay it because of that? Did it not work out as a film or a short film? Um, did the the effects not come out right? Did something happen that is not, um, you know, that they're not telling us? Uh, or maybe did they decide, hey, we need to put something on TV, you know, in, in November or December or something like we want to air this on AB, uh, NBC, you know, we don't want this to go on theaters. Um, or, you know, they they have a, which I'm kind of confused about. I didn't really look too far into it, but like a streaming platform that's like apparently free, but like not, I don't know. Um, maybe is, are they saving something for that? Like, I just don't know why we haven't heard anything. And so your, your final guess is that it's not happening. My final guess is that it's not happening in front of Hobbs and Shaw. Now, when you talk about streaming platforms, I don't know. Like, NBC has their own coming out, but, like, really, like, like, like okay, Disney Plus is going to pull you in with, like, four or five MCU series and a Star and two Star Wars series, and what, Universal is going to pull you into theirs with a Jurassic World short? <laughs> like, I don't no, think so. all they need is The Office, and then we're all hooked. Like, that's no, it. <laughs> no, no, I am buying The Office so that I never have to pay to watch it you again. You know, gonna, I, I see, I don't, I can't even... I can't even do that because like there's nothing easier than putting on Netflix and just hitting play. Like, and I, I don't want to have to load a DVD <laughs> every time. No, like just I buy it uh, off of like Amazon or off iTunes or something. Oh, uh, it's still not as easy. Uh, but neither is like an NBC, uh, a streaming platform or something. But as far as I know, you can watch, if you have like cable, you can, you're, you're already subscribed, I guess, to their, their platform. So yeah, I don't, I don't have cable. And honestly, I'm thinking about going back because it's all getting so expensive again. Yeah. It's just, it's become cable again, but yeah. yeah. Battle at big rock. I don't know. I'm concerned at the moment, but um, I hope this is all, um, you know, all set aside once the movie comes out and we can finally have our confirmation. I will be there Thursday night watching this movie, crossing my fingers when those trailers stop Maybe we'll get something. Maybe we won't. Um, if we don't, it's going to ruin my entire viewing of Hobbs and Shaw. No, is it? <laughs> I think so because I'm going to be like stewing, you know, in my seat. I'm going to be like – I'm going to like be texting everybody. It's not there. It's not there. Where is it? Like, So it's oh, going to it's gonna ruin my entire thing. Like, Look, man. Hobbs and Shaw looks totally bananas. Man. It does. It looks amazing. Yeah. I enjoy that movie. I am all for it, 100%, because I love the Fast and Furious movies for as ridiculous as they are. But they're they're amazing. So I am totally pumped for that movie alone. I know a lot of people are saying, the only reason I'm going to go to 
see this movie is because of this thing. So, hey, they got the word out there. If they pulled the rug out from under us, under us, they got a whole lot of Jurassic fans in the theater. So every Jurassic fan knows at this point that it's it could be showing up. So it's, well, uh, I guess it's interesting. Well, beware, like, you know, maybe wait a day to go see Hobbs and Shaw to find out. <laughs> like, I guess so, yeah. If you're not, yeah, if you're not a, a Fast and Furious fan, I guess you're probably waiting. Um, or maybe not. I don't know. I mean, ah, who knows? But um, I have no faith. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with you and say it's not happening. Is there any way that Battle of Big Rock could have been could have been like a working title for Camp Jurassic or wait, is it Camp Jurassic? Camp Camp Cretaceous? Cretaceous? No, I don't think so because like it literally went all the way to the the toy boxes. Like you know? Yeah, like that's so weird. I don't it's know. It's so weird. I don't think so. So who knows? Who knows? We'll but out. I'm We're interested for sure. I'm interested. But, um, yeah, that uh, wraps it up. I mean, it was a pretty standard-length episode there, uh, just about two hours. So pretty. we covered – yeah, we, we – talk <laughs> as usual, but I think we got a few extra things in there this time around. Yeah, we, we've kind of like – I think last time we mostly stayed away from it, if I remember correctly. But um, we, of course, had to cover all the Mattel stuff and, and toys and whatnot and everything released at Comic-Con. So that's it. Anything else you need to add for today's Jurassic Wire? No. Um, when does this come out? Monday. Whatever day that is. Monday the 29th? 29th, yes. No, I don't have anything to announce. Okay. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Aaron D. Beyer on Twitter. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, all right. Well, thank you for joining me. And that's it? That's the only spot you want us to follow you? You don't want us to see anything else? What else is there? <laughs> I don't know. You usually say I feel like something else, right? Or no? Oh, well, you I say mean, IMDb. I, You're like, go check out my movies. Oh, I gave up on IMDb, you guys. Well, <laughs> I've been saying for like a solid year, like, oh, I'll update it. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. I'm never updating that thing. <laughs> I'm too busy. All right, man. Well, you stay busy. Thank you so much for joining me, and uh, we'll hear from you next month. Yeah, man. Have a good month. Take it easy. Thank you so much for listening to the 199th episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. Of course, a big thanks goes out to Aaron for joining me in the Jurassic Wire each and every month. And uh, like I said in that episode, it just feels like it's been forever since we've done the Wire. And uh, I know it's a lot of people's favorite segments, so it's always one of mine as well. So um, I really, really enjoy recording it, and we always have a great time and go through it like so quick and fast paced. By the time we get done with it, we're like, oh, my God, we just spent two hours talking about this stuff and we could definitely go on for many more hours. So that's what next month is all about. And um, actually, he may be featured even sooner than that, maybe even next week in the mailbag as long as things go smoothly we'll see but um like i said keep all those mailbag questions coming in because we're gonna have a big episode for episode 200 gonna have a lot of fun i'm really excited for that one and i think you guys should be too but thank you so much aaron always a blast and i hope you guys enjoyed everything that we discussed here today and uh yeah we're gonna go ahead and move into the reviews 
So as I try to do each and every episode, I try to focus on somebody who took the time out to review the Jurassic Park podcast over on Apple Podcasts. Um, that is our, our number one source for reviews and, um, you know, for people to uh, search out for podcasts Jurassic Wise and see all the um, incredible reviews out there, the five star reviews that you've all been leaving for us. And um, especially writing. So if you guys have been writing reviews, we will be featuring them here in this part of the show. And um, I think a lot of people are having fun with it. Noticing their own reviews being read. um, Remembering that they wrote these things maybe years ago. Or uh, just writing something hilarious that maybe you guys need me to read out loud for some odd reason. But um, I'm going to do it again today here. Our first one, or the the only one I'm going to read here this week is from Raptor Squad 4. And it says... It's it's a dinosaur. It's really helped with the news that it has and the Easter eggs. So that's that was the <laughs> review right there. It it is a dinosaur podcast, I guess you could say, and it uh, it certainly I think we do help out with the news here and there. And um, there's plenty of Easter eggs to be heard in and out of each episode. And um, yeah, so the the news portion is something that I I always sort of I don't know I sort of struggle with the news portion because we're a weekly podcast and unless we do a breaking news style episode where you know you just hear it um as soon as it happens most of the time it's like it's like a week wait late or something like that so for instance today is the release day at least uh, Monday and as as soon as this episode's released everything's old news so if something happens today on a Monday if you're listening to this on a Tuesday, this makes no sense. But if you're listening to this on Monday when it's released and big news pops up, we're not talking about it until next Monday. So it's it's all old news by then. And it's funny, like the stuff that happened in this episode where me and Aaron were, you know, kind of talking about our struggles with John Hammond. And then mid episode, it's like, oh, guys, guess what? You can buy this thing on Entertainment Earth. And uh, yeah, and then it just things change very very rapidly even while we're recording so breaking news and uh talking about any kind of news is always so interesting for me because i just i i always wonder if you guys care about the news um you know we do always have the news segment whenever uh new stuff is happening usually with the wire episodes we kind of skip over that or if the episodes are like two hours we're like I'm not going to give you the news this week, sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I hope you guys appreciate hearing the news, even if it is old news to you guys, because there are people that at least um, have never heard of it. You know, they may may never have known that, you know, you could buy uh, this figure here or there or, or realize that something, you know, happened as far as the production schedule is concerned or, or something like that. So I, I try to relay it and try to try to make it fresh, at least for those who have already heard it and um, those certainly who have not heard it at all. So thank you for bearing with me and all that. And of course, these Easter eggs, you know, if I'm laying Easter eggs throughout the episodes, it's either something funny we talked about previously or, you know, things scattered throughout the films or the attractions or anything. So I, I love everything that we cover whether it's our own easter eggs or drastic easter eggs so thank you very much uh raptor squad 4 for that review like i said if you guys leave your reviews i will read them here and have fun with them and try to figure out a way to answer them 
pretty much kind of like mailbag style, where I just literally have no clue what's going to come out of my mouth at any point in time. But this is one of those weeks. Um, I know a lot of people are still concerned about Battle at Big Rock and, and stuff like that. So please, this week, take some time to just uh, step back and breathe if necessary. If things don't go the way you hope, um, we never know. Um, but it, it's 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 uh, pertinent that you guys... Just just take a step back. If you have something mean or nasty to say, or if you're very, very angry about, uh, you know, upcoming things that are happening or not, just breathe. And I, I know it's frustrating, and I know things are, are tough sometimes to deal with in fan communities, but uh, take this week to practice some restraint and, uh, you know, take a second to think about exactly your frustrations and things that are going on whether it's stuff like the Hammond or battle at Big Rock who knows if you guys have something to say just just take a breather type it out slowly and think do I want to be known for this <laughs> I try to do that I try to practice that when with my own stuff and I I uh I write some stuff and I'm like I don't know I don't know if I want to put that out there whether it's good or bad I'm just like uh I don't know I struggle. I tweet a lot, and I still struggle. I'm like, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't write that one. But uh, I, I hope everybody takes a second to just just chill and just have a good time because this fandom is great, as always. And uh, I think there's a lot of really, really good people out there, some, some amazing uh, fans and people that really are fun to interact with. And I want to keep that fun going. So just uh, be patient with any Jurassic news that may or may not happen this week. And, um, you know, if it's if it's uh, toys, figures being released or not, or theme park things happening or not, or short films happening or not, just have fun with it. All right. And we'll get we'll get everything we want eventually. So, again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I'm going to go ahead and roll the outro. Saddle up. Let's get this movable feast underway. Please give us a follow on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod and myself at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to subscribe. Also, don't miss our toy hunts and reviews, in-depth bonus content, live streams, gameplay, events and theme park coverage, and so much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of every episode, so please be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, wonderful articles, bios from our contributors, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or email us, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.